The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Did you see how the last week's episode ended? Yes. I caught up on uh, Monday. I told Anthony already, like, you guys literally brought a tear to my eye. Like, it totally made Whoa. my day just, like, catching up and watching that, so. <laughs> well, it's like <laughs> the reins and a mustache. For yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> it kind of is. Hulk Hogan. Uh-oh. If, it, if it really does look like reins, good. If it doesn't, I will take them out. But okay, so new new request from everyone is that when you leave off screen, we can't um get rid of that. We can't just close the camera anymore, <laughs> or just like put a tape or something because it uh, it's gonna resize it on us oh, on the Streamlab side. So all these internet rules. You mean like this? You don't do yeah, that. Yeah, like that. Do you? Ha- Does everyone have something they can do? Just close the camera. No, I'm supposed to do. They that. need to. Does that work or no? Well, if there's a tape there, if if you want for me, what I can do is this. You know what? Forget it, guys. Forget it. Get get a sign, just be like, be right back. Man, I haven't left in like three weeks, maybe two months. I don't know. I lost track of time. It's May. It's the middle of May now. That work? Oh yeah, look at that. Treat it like your ex girlfriend and put a paper bag on it. Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, that's shared. Uh, don't forget to record. So the um. Thank you, Danny. The completely <laughs> forgot to. The podcast is well, supposed. I can. To I can do that. If, and then I can be like, whoop! Oh, wait a minute. Perfect. Yeah, I got a flip. I can. Whatever works. This is this. We like to. We like to troubleshoot on camera, guys. So some point me, we got to be, we, we're going to have to be professional and not do this on camera. Let me, let me know how that is. What do you mean? That, like the charm of us though, is like, we're so unprofessional. We're authentic. We're authentic. Exactly. That's how we're like I you're do. every, we're like you're every group Ooh. that just gets together on a Sunday night to game. Exactly. That works though, right? Like, it, no, that's perfect. Okay. And so if you have to, just so if you're like, oh, I got to leave off camera, it's a cool, just cover, if you can cover it up, if not, don't worry about it. Okay. Right now. Yeah. I'll, it's I'll just a that. thing that I thought of midstream and it's like, oh, for future. Do do you want me to have that covered up until I enter? Yeah, we're already live. <laughs> we're already live. We're good. Don't worry. <laughs> well, for those for the illusion. <laughs> <laughs> this was if instead of you leaving out of the chat, just right. um, close it. So it's uh, so it's that, if possible. But oh well, cast out of the bag. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Podcasters, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast on the network at bicbp-radio.com. I am one of your, uh, I am your dungeon master. Wow, I fell into an old habit of a, of another show. I'm uh, your dungeon master, Anthony Mullen, and I'm with the Fabala Five. Thank you so much for everyone tuning in live, uh, whether it's through Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. I greatly appreciate it. We all appreciate it. But really, if you want to help us out and go that little extra mile, if you haven't already, hit like, follow, 
and uh, be notified. So when we do go live, you are aware so you can view us. But also if you are able to head on over to Twitch and make sure you hit follow on Twitch where this is the best opportunity and way to interact with the players as they do uh, like to jump into chat, say hi to all. We have uh, our guest, Mark Miller from Ichiban Games is in the chat already, uh, letting everyone know what's up. And uh, if you really want that full interaction with the players, come on over to the Twitch. That's where it really matters. Um, but before we start in our stream, uh, we have a couple announcements. First one, as uh, foremost and always, Please, if you haven't yet, head on over, check out DCT Industries. They are a sponsor for this stream, for this campaign. Uh, dreams do come true, Industries. Uh, they are a Western New York gaming company uh, getting ready to release their first game, Kaimon, which is a uh, tabletop monster gaming, uh, <clears throat> monster wargaming game that kind of takes elements of both Warhammer as well as Pokemon, Bakugan, and uh, Yu-Gi-Oh!, and you can play out as monsters against another foes on instead of a large, uh, what is the regulate? What is the table size for Warhammer, Tony? Uh, I think it's four by four, but it used to be four by six. So yeah. it used to be a full table. Instead of <laughs> using a full table, time on the great benefit of it is you only need a two by two table. And the games only last a matter of a couple minutes up to 30 minutes or so for a full match. Uh, fun news for all of you is I'll be able to come back hopefully next weekend with firsthand experience of playing Kaimon is I'll be meeting up with Jeff to play some this week to test it out. So I can give you a better understanding and be more excited about it to be able to give that firsthand playthrough uh, experience for you all. So if you haven't yet, please make sure you check out uh, DCT industries on Facebook at DCT industries. industries. I mess it up every time, Tony. Uh, dot, it's dctindustries.tabletopgaming. That's what it is. Thanks so much. dctindustries.tabletopgaming. Check them out on Facebook as well as Instagram at dct underscore industries. Uh, make sure you start liking their posts. Get them in your algorithm so that when new more when more content is released, you're aware and notified. Um, second no, uh, announcement is we have a guest and... Uh, another gaming creator, Mark Miller, uh, joining us today as he's jumping in and will be uh, meeting the party in the coming of moments, as well as uh, my name's Rockadoodle, <laughs> uh, as well as talking about two of his games that he has just released. The first being Peacock Block uh, card game, as uh, well as a arcade retro arcade style game called Candy Custodian which we'll see some uh, gameplay footage of during our bathroom break in the show later today so please make sure you tune in and stick, uh, stick around for the content it's gonna be some great uh, great gameplay and can't wait to uh, see it all till then anyone have any announcements or are we ready to roll all right <clears throat> let's get into it so last week we left off with our party, the Fibala Five, uh, coming out of a very cutthroat encounter with the Blood King, Solvalis, the elf that had left the Smoketop Mountains after seeing his gods betray and turn on themselves at, with the 
influence of Loth. He was set to raise the Blood King, a necromantic god that his main patrons are generally the undead and vampiric of sorts. Party successfully stopping the ritual to allow the gateway for the blood moon to rise and open a uh, doorway to the god to the allow the god to come through. <clears throat> Ran out of the cave as Howard somehow magically powered up one of the flighted carriages with wings at the mouth of the cave, ready to go. The wooden wings starting to crackle and flap with energy. The party running out, a few of you collecting some goodies on the way. Dive into the cart and leave the entrance of the cave with Remus being caught and tailed uh, by a rope. I believe you were pulled up into the cart before leaving last session. I uh, I had pulled Azoth into the cart. Oh, you pulled Azoth then. That's where it was. Azoth yes. dove in, and uh, you guys had pulled him into the cart. And as the wooden chariot felt almost a lurching feeling in all of your stomachs as it just dropped with dead weight, there was a spring to life as the, wa- as the wood wings crackled, as they started flapping. You all soaring out of the mouth of the cave, coasting through a canyon that is separated on both sides by a large desert. You see the smoke-top mountain range on your far right, off to the east. There's a sun to your back, slowly setting. You are all, feel the rushing of wind through your airs as you're all in this carriage that is three wide and two two deep, uh, two feet deep, and you're all just, luckily enough, just fit. No one being too hefty. And you all stand awkwardly and uneasily in this flying chariot as a pair of reins have come to uh, Fink's eye level, you instinctually grabbing hold and feeling the direction of the steerage, uh, carriage move and steer with your grip. You guys are roughly two, 300 feet in the air, just coasting through the canyon. Um, another 50 to 100 feet on either side at increments as the canyon kind of comes in and uh, pinches on either side of yours. And you see the desert is, I mean, you're roughly about 20 feet above where the lip of the canyon is. So you're about 20 feet high of the deserts on both sides. What are y'all doing? Make perception checks. What do you want to do? Um, I want to find out who's driving. Make an intelligence check. I was about to say, like, I don't know how to steer this. I don't know what's going oh, on, but I'm really, really out. check is an 18. Thanks. You looking around trying to see who's steering it. You notice that the reins are in your hands as you crack. Oh, what? <laughs> oh I guess I did. And yeah, Howard is kind of over your shoulders, holding onto the edge, like the lip of the carriage, or like kind of like overing you. And just kind of like you can feel a pulsating of your energy coursing into it, kind of fueling it. Okay. Uh, Howard, you feel like your energy kind of coursing and fueling it. I need you to mark off your top spell slot. One of them. Okay. Kind of I only get two spell slots, so that's fine. 
get a half hour of flight. Sweet. All right, from both of us? Um, no, just from Howard. As you see his hands, okay. uh, with the intelligence check of 18, you look over at the reins, you see Howard's hands, and you see this almost yellow energy pulsating from his hands and, and kind of into the wooden uh, carriage board, like the carriage, and it, the energy almost is like a, a wood finish, kind of uh, silky, uh, seeping into the wood and just kind of uh, it, drinking in this kind of lacquer as the energy kind of coats the carriage. This faint, arcane, magical uh, like barrier. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's hold, the, hold steady with the course. I, I don't know where we're going, but I'm just kind of happy to not be, you know, dead. That, that's fine. Uh, 22 for perception as well. You see roughly or 22 half mile out to the far right uh, in the traveling in the direction towards the mountains amongst the dunes there is a caravan of carriages of sorts and because you have a 22 you can see them draped on their sides with uh, gaudy looking robes of dark reds and blues in colors kind of not carnival barker style, but almost a flamboyancy of gothic taste. Makes okay. sense. Is there a town nearby that they're headed to? Make a intelligent, make a history check, Azoth. Twelve. There is. I'm pulling my map up. Felden is in the northeastern direction. Possibly that one. Uh, you, I mean, it wouldn't be out of the ordin- unordinary to have carriages of caravans or car- uh, lines of caravans that do travel amongst the uh, Golden Sea. There are the great fighting pits in the center of the desert that do transport slavers and trades merchant folk. Danny, with the high perception, I will say, you do see amongst the caravan sticking out, that doesn't match the the uh, the, the uh, gothic attire, is a four-legged pink camel of sorts with a bird-like head. On instead of like camel's head, just hmm. very far from the distance, it's very pink and it just kind of sticks out with the twenty-two. So not to alarm you all, but it looks like there might be some kind of caravan, and I don't know if that's like a pink monster down there or what that is. But part of me wants to check it out. Another part of me just thinks we should probably just keep on going. It's not mm. worth it. A pink caravan monster. I've never heard of it. I don't either. I'm kind of intrigued. I wonder Maybe if, if we I can, can eat switch it. it to ooh, that too. Or going, if I can convert it to yellow, probably better. They're going towards the direction of the town that's off the distance. Maybe we can hook up and not tire you out by joining them. <coughs> cool, because I am kind of getting tired and I don't know how to work this damn thing. So let's uh We could put the card on the ground. I guess. There's no pedals or steering wheels, so I'll figure it out. I'm just gonna like throw my hands up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> make, an, uh, make an intelligence check. 
roll for a roll. Right, here we go. Oh, uh -oh. God, we're dead. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm helping, like, do I get to help him on that or no? Give take an advantage. Yeah, go with it. I'll give I'll give you advantage. Cool. Mm. Oh, natural twenty. Nice. <laughs> could have could have done worse. Well, I could have had Danny make a deck saving throw instead, and I yeah. felt. We'll we'll do like the hypothetical what what could have happened in uh, in Howard's head. It's like you know what maybe maybe let me do it. <laughs> uh, as you go to kind of crack the whip again, there is a almost a feeling of a almost like a uh, octopus or a squid-like tentacle readjusting your hands, you feel, thanks. As a, there's a better, uh, a more direct forceful snap that followed your first one. And you feel the sucking noises of the tentacle kind of releasing from your hands as you uh, steer course and jart off more in the, uh, more in a slow down controlled pace, veering off, following and trailing this caravan, how far back are you going to follow it? Well, I don't think we're really exactly hidden up in the sky. So, I mean, maybe I'm just going to meet up with it. Right? Quarter mile out. Gonna try. All right. Uh, I'm gonna catching up and speeding up. Too, real quick. I'm going to mm -hmm. whisper in Fink's ear real quick. When you look back and you only see one set of tentacled suction cups, that's when you know the Yellow King was carrying you. Oh no. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? I mean, you, you want to try and make a stealth roll on that? Or are you trying to be stealthy, Danny? Because you're all in a carriage pretty tight, close up together. No, I wasn't being stealthy. I was just whispering it in his ear. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you, you all clearly heard that. Shinx is noticeably oh. uncomfortable. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look over at Remus and go watch. Out comes the literature pamphlet next. I just, I think we have to go to those mountains over there. I'm still trying to find those talking weapons I don't know about. As the carriage sets itself off following this caravan, you feel the flight starting to stutter, losing energy. As you sped up, you come down for a smooth landing i need both you both of you uh finks and howard to make a dexterity check that's another Ooh. natural 20 killing it natural 19 so 21 yeah oh, we're you doing both. like a cool like like we're gonna do like a power slide in mm -hmm. yeah. cool. multi-track drifting yeah as you come flying down and ice skate skid the the character, uh, what is your character's name, Mark? Rockadoodle. Rockadoodle. You see this wooden carriage with wings flapping, fold up as it comes to a sideways, as it skids past your uh, flamingoed uh, horse. You all. See up detailed now these uh, wooden carriages, four feet in length, four, uh, three feet width. They are uh, in the back, some smaller ones up near the further, uh, up near the middle and front. There are larger ones that have big uh, purple and blue drapes shuttered across. They are set 
more regal for a larger accommodation that are easily 10 feet to 12 feet in length with a six foot depth to them. And they're all uh, hooked together by the T-lock from the locks coming underneath them uh, with these big pins holding them all together, being led by a uh, two sets of horses with a, with a uh, weathered looking human with big black uh, knotted hair. Um, you see as they kind of start to come to a stop as you hear, whoa, whoa. Uh, there is this peacock looking individual riding a pink flamingo as you want to introduce yourself, what you're wearing and what you look like. Mark? Yeah, my name is uh, Rockadoodle. And uh, nice uh, nice driving there. You almost hit my uh, my wife, uh, Marcy. All right. Who's driving this thing? Well, it really doesn't matter. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, uh, I'm a merchant. And if you'd like to go and buy some of my wares, since uh, you almost killed me and the wife, um, we have many fledglings back home. Uh, I would uh, be very appreciative if you would like to go and get some of my things. So uh, get, get out your little wallets and uh, let's do a little little dance talk here. There is the uh, the sudden commotion now as with the quick stop, the humans at the front start to kind of settle the horses, them all kind of set, uh, un- stirred a little uneasy as they start to kind of, whoa, whoa, kind of, uh, calm, the, calm the animals and you now see a few humans are getting out of other carriages and dwarves and they're all kind of like looking up at the sun and you see them kind of pulling out awning sets looking to relax. Uh, there is this uh, peacock looking individual that's shouting at you all that had, had apparently disrupted the caravan's travel and tied to his, his uh, animal these car- that he is riding on, this pinked Camel with the uh, instead of a instead of a camel's head, it's a big long pink uh, flamingo head. There's a little like uh, workers' cart that you see these big tarps over that are obviously hiding and strapped and concealing boxes of sorts. What are you all doing? What are you all looking for? It is the middle of the desert. There are dunes of sand around you. You just brought this carriage to a sliding halt. So, uh, sorry for almost killing your family. Um, my name is Howard. Uh, we're, we're the Fabala Five. Uh, we just... Uh, 200 gold. 200 gold there, all right. So, so are you guys, uh, how, how are you guys really injured? Are you feeling you need some uh, boo-boos, a little cure there? Do you need it? You got a little, you got a little, uh, little monsters on your tail? I can go and take care of that. I got a couple of things that'd be nice and dandy, but uh, what would you like? What are you looking for exactly? Well, anything that can definitely cure a boo-boo. Um, the monsters on our tail, though, however, we've taken care of, as far as I can tell, and I'm going to look back, make sure. Anything, Anthony? Well, make perception check. I think I'm the only one with a tail, and I, I double-check it real quick, concerned. <laughs> and I'll go... Am I the, the needle hair guy? Is that is that is that me? Yeah, that's you. That's me. 
Oh. Mm. Uh, nine perception. You see a purple tail just oh, flip by your face. Look around. Oh, it's Remus. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> Don't make me cook that up in the stew. All right, hang on there, Marcy. Let me go and put you down for a second. Let me help these guys. All right. So uh, here's a little something for you guys. I, uh, I got a couple of things. I got a little uh, healing potion, a little greater healing potion. If you go and you rub the healing potion and you say nice things to it, maybe it might even heal you a little more. I don't know, but uh, let me tell you this. Um, the, the, the healing potion's gonna, eh, it's consumable, you know, it, you take it like a couple of brewskis, I guess, and, uh, that's that. So, um, I'll give you that for, uh, 50, or we can do an even greater healing one for 150, and, uh, if you say something nice to my wife there, yeah, how about that? I'm sorry, which one is your wife? <laughs> You do not insult the, the diva. Oh. <laughs> I may ride her, but she is, she helps, okay? Gotcha. Well, okay. wife, cockadoodle, whatever your name is. Um, nice to meet you. Uh, she, she's uh, good to, uh, happy to see you too, Milton. So uh, go and uh, <laughs> let's, uh, would you like any of these things? What would you like here? Uh, yeah, I'll take a couple of the regular uh, healing potions. Couple of healing potions. Uh, they're for fifty. How many are you throwing me? How much? Um, how many? I'll give you two. Two. All right. There we go. Uh, fifty. Fifty. Ka-ching. Sweet. I'm into it. Look at that. We got a deal. What do you say, boys? Over there. Azos gonna lean over to Remus and go. I know what I'm not ever going to wild shape into. <clears throat> I I don't know. It might be the the ultimate disguise. So, uh, uh Finks, Remus, yes, Azoth. Oh, uh, uh, Finks is kind of discreetly detecting magic on the entire caravan, ritual style. Okay. So I'll be a minute. I'm not really interacting. Make a stealth check as you do. Uh, I third natural twenty. I, I I'm doing good. Those dice are gonna they're they're gonna wear out on you at uh-huh. some point, and I can't. I'm, wait I'm wasting it. all my checks. I know so, it's great. It's okay. I guess the one didn't kill us. I guess that one wasn't a waste. Yep. So twenty six total. Twenty six. Damn. I might, I might have a nice little magic spell for Mister uh, Tattered over there that was uh, that I sold the potions to. Uh, with twenty six, hmm. as you thinks the you you see Mark, uh, not Mark, you see uh, Rock Doodle, as you're busy uh, conversing with this cloaked human, exchanging of money. Thinks uh, you slinked off, being a little stealthy goblin. Uh, slip behind a few of the larger wheeled carriages up more towards the middle, uh, ducking under the smaller ones, more set for possibly halflings or gnomes. You sneak up between a few of the humans that are outside checking and calming the horses, and you hear them talking about Stanmir. 
please. Lord, he is expecting us on time. This, we, cannot, we cannot hold here for uh, but a few hours to let them rest and water up. He goes, hush, Alec. We uh, apparently have visitors. They may be of greater use to us with the giants following. We just quickly evaded them last time. Perhaps they could be used as bait. So we can get away. Mm. Uh, and they begin talking often. Well, all we have to make it to is the forest, and the mist will take care of the rest. Then we'll be fine. We'll be home soon. And they start, and they uh, start talking off on uh, journeying uh, and wanting to get past the desert. Uh, detecting magic, you see there are a few magical items on the. Actually, make another stealth check. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. You being stealth, stealthy enough to go unnoticed, cast Detect Magic uh, hidden underneath one of the carriages, and as you do, you see a little poof of light come from your hands. You quickly cup it down as you see the magic kind of glossing over your hands in the ritual, and you see the energy... Uh, imbuing in you. And as you look around, you see there are faint enchantments and runes underneath the carriage and on the wheels. You also notice the potion bottles on the humans that were talking by their sides. They glow with the faint red hue. All right, I'm going to kind of roll back out and I want to inquire about these wheels. Who are you uh, inquiring about? Uh, I'll, I'll talk to Rockadoodle. All right. Walk over to Rockadoodle. You see this little graying, gray-skinned no, uh, goblin come walking up to you in... What armor are you wearing now? Uh, he's in, like, some leather armor right now, I think. Some some leather he's armor? A, uh, he's, a, he's a shaman cleric type character. He's got a lot of weird effigies, skulls, you know, trinkets, weird stuff he likes to collect. Um, and then kind of his identifying feature is he's got a giant mushroom for a hat that's kind of uh, fused to his head. It does not come off. Walks up to you. Excuse me, Mr. Birdman. Yeah, what's up there, uh, uh, Mushhead? Uh, what, what do you, what's your name there? Finks. All right, uh, Finny. Um, so uh, what I'm going to do, uh, what would you like to know out of me? Would you like some uh, things? How do you... I noticed the, the wheels, the wheels on your caravan, they're very, very shiny. How do they work? What do they do? Make a um, history check. Rockadoodle. What, make a what? Sorry. History check. History check. Remus is <laughs> now listening, there. very intrigued. <laughs> that was a six. So, uh, yeah, um, I don't know too much about that. Uh, I'm I'm just uh, following these bunch of jokers here, uh, just uh, going with the breeze and um, going on the trail. They want some things for me. I get some things for me, and they get some. I get some things from them. Well, do you have any spare wheels? I'd like to buy one of them. Just one. I, 
I I don't have any wheels, but what I do have though <laughs> is I do have a um uh scroll and inflict wounds. Now I know that you guys are traveling around, you might need some of that stuff. I'm gonna say this if you say the magic words on it, and you gotta repeat with me. The magic words on the scroll, you'll do so much damage to these uh, goons that you'll be all good. It's, and the word, magic words are, are www.itchybongamesofficial.com. <laughs> you got that? It's good. All right. Would you like one of those? I don't got any wheels, but I got uh, deals. Sorry, um, did you say that was itchybuns.com? I, itchy, I missed that itchy part. Bond. Itchy oh, bond. Itchy bond. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. It's in the corner. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a it's a good read. You you um, look over and you see that there is this red uh, scroll with white scripture on it that you are unable to read. Uh, Howard, you looking down at it? You see it's written in infernal, and it really just says pain, 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 and so on and so on. I'm actually kind of quite curious. How much are you trying to sell that for? Well, uh, let's see what we got here. Um, I'll tell you what. I, I got it for 120 but since mm-hmm. you bought some things from these, these other, you know, uh, um, Winnie or whatever his name is, he was just talking to me. He, uh, he, he didn't go and buy anything from me. You bought some things from me. I'll, I'll do it for you for 100 But uh, you got to kiss my wife. Make a persuasion check. Uh, Rockadoodle. Do I have to roll against this too? Or? <laughs> I mean, he, he <laughs> was pretty clear. That'd be, that'd be a was... 12 there. Okay. <laughs> 10. <laughs> I mean, if you want a deal, maybe? Huh. Kiss your wife. And a hundred gold for that spell. On the beak or on the side or. Here she'll she'll go on uh, she'll go on the cheek. Okay. Ready, one, two, three. And I'm gonna grab the Ooh, head you, of the. There it is. She... Yeah. And I'm gonna kiss the uh, the beak, but then I'm gonna kind of like bring her head in closer and be like, "Yellow King, be with you." And like a. So uh, my, the, the wife is my steed. That's all I gotta say. You, you, you. Yeah. All right. I'll say uh, with the whisper. There's a <laughs> back away, and there's a moment, Rockadoodle, that you have to hold. Whoa, 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 whoa! You have to whoa, calm, calm, calm her down. down. There. Calm down. I know you're excited. Sorry, Rockabilly. I I have that effect on women sometimes so that's that's the um, way it is. i appreciate this i appreciate the spell that's nice. all right so here you go here's a nice little little trinket for you you know here here's here's the, the scroll there it is <laughs> now, now pay me my money yeah there you go oh sweet <laughs> up up 200 for the day boys who's going to going to i'm actually oh. curious though I may or may not have told you my exact gold amount. What else do you carry? Do you have like a catalog I can just browse through? Um, I, I, I do somehow. 
Well, uh, uh, let me just tell you what I got here. Yeah, sure. I got yeah. I got the, the battle axe warning that's not my mother-in-law. Shut mm -hmm. up, Marcy. Um, but the battle axe warning, I got a, a cabinet of fine furnishings, you know, a little mundane, whatever. It's, it's what is what it is. Uh, mm -hmm. A little crossbow, a little hand crossbow. Uh, a potion of greater healing. You know all about that. I got the mm -hmm. healing potion, the superior healing, the supreme healing. I'm the healing and dealing is what, what we do here. So uh, a little scroll of uh, booming blade, little, little blades go boom, boom on those guys that uh, they be hitting you up. A little illusory uh, script. Uh, scroll of inflict wounds. Obviously, you just got that for me. I mean, you know, you're gonna yeah. go and say those magic words www.itchybondgames.com. And then, um, you got the, a scroll of mending for your little clothes there. I know they're a little tattered, they'll, they'll, they'll need that maybe, maybe little threads. His jacket did get burnt a bit. Yep, yep. Danny, I, 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 feel like you take, I, I feel like you take one point of psychic damage just from the heartbreak, the heartache. The mention of the jacket. I know. I'm shedding it. That's fine. I'll take it. Gladly oh, take it. <laughs> besides that, I got a, a scroll of poison spray, a scroll of uh, thunder step to get a little step in your thunder there, and then uh, a scroll of the toll of the dead because uh, you guys are half dead already. So let's, uh, you know. And and one more thing, I got a little studded leather armor of resistance. So you know, you need a little something, a little rare, a little rare around these parts. Hmm. How much for the uh, studded leather? Studded leather is about uh, six thousand fifty. Six thousand fifty. Wow, that's uh, kind of steep. How about I give you fifty, and I go, and I reach into my bag, <clears throat> and I pull out a green, looks like an emerald. Uh, where did it go? Hold on a second. Uh, kind of like a spine, I guess. I don't know. We killed it off of some creature. It was like a spinal emerald is how I have it listed down. Um, this is very, very, very valuable. Probably worth 6000 by itself. I Pretty sure it is. I need an uh, insight check. Uh, deception is a dirty 20. It's definitely one of a kind. Uh, let me take a look at the goods. Um, I don't know about this. I, I, I tell you what. I tell you what. Make, make an insight. What you got? This, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go and uh, if um, if I get to party with you a couple of days, because these, these guys are deadbeats over here, I'll tell you that. I'll join up with you guys. I'll help you out. You just keep buying stuff from me. Just don't worry about these guys. Oh, you buy everything from me. Otherwise, I'll take your little spine, you know, your little McHatchet there, whatever that is. I'll take it. And then um, we can have a deal. We can have a deal. You can call me the nice dealer and uh, do some things. So give me the spine and that 50. I feel like you should let me have the armor as well, too, and we'll let you tag along. 
Make follow-up deception. I thought I was giving you the armor after that. <laughs> Ooh, natural twenty <laughs> plus seven. I mean, seven. I mean, all of you, 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 all of you traveling wouldn't be a bad idea. But I mean, make an insight check, Mar- uh, Rockadoodle. Well, that's a three. So, so, so. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean. The, the leather armor doesn't have to go for free. It re- obviously requires a price. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I would let him hold the... I would let him hold the emerald and all that stuff. You let me hold the armor until we fulfill our our sides of the bargains, and then we just go our separate ways. Until you need something. Again. Yeah. Mr. Rockadoodle, do you have anything that deals with giants by chance? Oh, let's see here. Make an ins- make a uh, intelligent check, Rockadoodle, to see if you know uh, anything that to handle giants specifically. I got a seven. advantage because you know that the Vistani travelers that you have been with the past two days since leaving the fighting pits have been trying to outrun two giants and a small band of goblins. So what I do know is that we got some, uh, some goons on a tail here. Um, but, uh, I don't really have anything too crazy. I do have, um, uh, a little bit of scrolls of that'll, that'll uh, hurt exactly. But, uh, you know, um, what's your intelligence check for me? Uh, seven, seven. Um, you know, you have a leg bone of a hill giant in your cart. And when it was given to you, it was told to have a magical property to it to help you against giants. You haven't had the time to really investigate, to find out whether or not it was true, but you have a hill giant's leg bones. And it's sitting in the bottom of the cart tucked into the corner, just kind of as an extra piece of furniture. Roughly three feet long. Could probably be used as a huge club. Let See me, a big knot part of the here. bone. Oh, look I mean, what I got that. here. Here you go. So, uh, I, I I got this thing. It's uh it's a bone, and uh, not for the dogs. You you want to try it? Out. You here? You look at it. What was your name again? Thanks. Sorry, Fritz. Uh, so here you uh, just take this, and uh, you know you let me know what you what you can see out of that thing. What do you think it's, it's worth to you? Well, what do I think about it? Make an insight check. I mean. Or unless you want to make another magical check of your choice, but I mean, insight, I would say. <laughs> I'll take insight. 17. There's something magical to it. You with the tech magic still up. There is a magical property to this. Okay. Um, um, how much are you looking sort of enchantment? for? Uh, we'll do a little offer up. Offer up to me. Uh, how about 20? Uh, I kind of start about- picking some of the, the, the giant flesh off of it. It's not really even clean. Well, I mean, that's good cooking there. You know, that's that's meat and potatoes. Okay, you're right. You're right. 25. Uh, dude, 
Mm, you do 40. Okay, I'll do 40. All right, we got a deal. But find a spare wheel. I want that too. I can go and get the spare wheel. I'll, uh, I'll make that happen there, Millie. All right. So was this um was this uh wheeled strictly on um the wheels that were showing up for things strictly on Rocket Doodle's caravan or all the caravans? On the caravans wheels. Just in strictly. general. Yes. All right. Um all right. So I'm gonna whisper over to Remus in a hushed tone. And I'm gonna say uh since we're really not doing anything, we're not really buying anything here. You want to loosen up some wheels and Fink seems to really want these for some reason. I think we can get them for him. If we work together, we can uh, kind of jack them off the wagons. I think we could try that or maybe he'll just pull us to the town, like pull the cart and we'll just ride on top. I don't know. I think his wife's kind of busy at the moment. I don't know that they want to pull us too. You think he has a jar of bees? I kind of want to buy a jar of bees. <laughs> I really do think it would come come in handy down the road. I'm just telling you this. I don't know why, um, but okay. I mean, I I feel like he'll notice if we take the wheels and we just have wheels. Well, not necessarily off of his. We oh, okay. Other, we got all these other wagons that. Uh... So I'll say the the wheels on Rockadoodle's wagon are not magical. Okay. They are purely okay. on the on the Vistani carts, the ones all in front of him that all have this uh, northern, uh, this uh, Eastern European Gothic wooden structure with the drapings on them. All have these runic-looking carvings on the wheels. Do they look similar to any of the carvings or whatnots on our cart? No, at, at, at first uh, glance, they do not. Okay. You want to take a, a look further? You make a check for it. Make I would like to make a. I don't. I, I'm going to ask to make a stealth check on this, but I, I'm going to obviously let you rule this. I want to try and go under each of the other carts to see if there is a fifth wheel attached under these lovely carts that has any sort of like a spare wheel. Yes. Make a stealth check. All right. With disadvantage, because there is, it's really hard to get selfie right now. You're out in the mo- open of a desert, and you see people are now coming out of sp- various carts. And there is this one female elf then figure with two kids that is pulled out almost looking like a beach chair. And it's kind of la- la- laying, uh, just kind of laying down in it as she's lounging out in the sun right now. She has this gold blonde hair in this... Uh, dark bronze-looking skin. Her two I kids are uh, using toy-looking wands and shooting water at each other out of them. Ooh. It's like water guns. Like Water wands? Yeah, water wands. I got an 18. Somehow, in the middle of this desert, Remus, you being a purple tiefling, slink into the shadows underneath one of the carts and slip under with precise... Movement and little ease. Barrel camouflages you. Do uh, the, the little elven kids playing uh, water gun fights with their wands? Whichever one is losing, yeah. I want to 
casually cast shape water and make the losing <laughs> kids water blast become a little bit more forceful so that the kid who was winning now is losing just kind of check Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. As the as the uh, little girl that is getting uh, hosed, that is getting uh, wet, or that is getting shot uh, from the from her brother, you see the wand start to uh, shake and go, and it's almost like a fire hydrant shooting out this ray of just this beam of just rushing water. Knocks the kid straight standing up down, and you see him soaked. The mother. <laughs> That's my girl. Pass on her head. Just kind of goes back and laying down. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Remus, no wheels underneath the carts. As you army crawl upside down, clinging from them, looking, what you do see are uh, spheres or a little, uh, yeah, little circles uh, round. In the bottom that look to be almost ingrained and kind of have a perforation to it to be almost a yeah, easy kick out from the top if they need to kind of kick out a hole in the bottom of the carriage seem to kind of like be pre-treated for escape no wheels though don't want to hurt this person's cart all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to keep this in my head and then go back to Rockadoodle. Um, hi, Rockadoodle. I am uh, I'm Remus. I have yet to introduce myself. I'm I think one of the <laughs> I start by telling people I'm purple usually, so I'm purple. Um, do you have any sort of shields for sale? All right, there, Bucky. Uh, I've got. Um... The only things I really got here is uh, just a battle axe of warning and uh, that standard leather of uh, armor resistance. Uh. That's just kind of it. No, no shields. Like I do have the hand crossbow. No shields, but I got weapons. Or those the only weapons. I got the potions. I got the scrolls. Uh, so. uh, uh. I will. I will take. I will take two healing potions. All, all right, all right, there, Denny. Uh, I got, uh, I got those. Which healing potions would you like? I got the, the, the regular, the, the upsize, the super size, and then the uh, Mick Super uh, King. Oh, oh which, my! Uh, which, uh, <laughs> which the healing, the greater healing, superior and supreme. Uh, all, I, all good flavors. Uh, they seem like bountiful flavors. Uh, while he's telling me this, I want to use that one feed I have to see how much he is worth in soul coins. <laughs> Are you trying to do a stealthily? Because you kind of got to do the whole wave over. There's the whole hand motion. I wave at him to like slow him down. Like tell him I'm like, oh, I don't know yet. I try to pass it off as just conversational. It's a wave. And as you do, you see there is a uh, a ten that kind of just appears above him. All right. Like, oh. Um, I will have a a a, a regular and a, a greater, I suppose. I don't. All the right. big ones. That's yeah. fine. That that's a two hundred bones. Oh my. 
Would you? Oh, Two hundred. I mean, that's fine. Could, could, um, let's see. If you you guys you guys are all playing shopkeeper. All right, I think and, uh, your shopping trip. Um, what's everyone else doing while reading? I'll this? give you two hundred. Yeah, um, that's right. That's right there, uh, Sammy. I'll take that. Thank you. While Sammy's busy with uh, Rockadoodle, um, I, I want to be informing uh, Howard and Azoff kind of over to the side about what I heard the other guys saying. So I, uh, I was doing some Fink stuff over there, you know, before anyone saw I was here and I, I overheard. It seems like they're running away from some giants and uh, he said goblins too. But one of those guys started talking about using us as bait. But now I have their giant weapon. So they'll be the bait. We should steal their wheels too. And you're a goblin, which could be double whammy against them. Well, they might not like me. Hmm. Uh, anyway, so rock, Rockadoodle. Uh, yeah, Frank. How how do you like these people you're traveling with? I, I hear you want to come with us for a few days. Uh, well, I, I just I like to go and be out and about, you know. I mean, sometimes I like to take the missus out for a good time here. You know, she gets a little restless. I've been going and uh, going with these goons a little while, uh, you know, just getting some stuff from them, you know, then getting some stuff from me. But they're uh, they're kind of, you know, dead inside, if you know what I mean. So uh, <laughs> what what I uh, what I'm thinking is, uh, you know, go with you bunch of clowns and we uh, we, we just go and, you know, slap around a couple of people and, uh, you know, get some things. I You know, I get to take some stuff. You just buy stuff off me because. I like stuff, and uh, I'm a I'm a viable asset at least for the rest of the day. I can say that. Interesting. I mean, we do we do like stuff. We come across some cool stuff too, so that that could be good for you. Um, all right, good. I'm glad you're not super tight with these people. Um, I would I would say you should probably get ready to move soonish. Collect your misses, and um, I think we're gonna try and do some things to get our cart ready, and then we'll just. Get on our way. All right. So, sounds good there, Johnny. Let me go and get her and let, have her get going here. So uh, hey, move over here, Clammy. Hey, Let's uh, move. Oh, oh, uh, hey, Rocky, before you take off, I have a very important question. This will determine how far you travel with us. Okay. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you hate barrels? How much do I hate barrels? Yes. That depends how much, uh, how much uh, a wobbly pop juice is in them. Just a regular barrel. You're not convincing me to go and have a good time. <laughs> okay, let's say it's filled with some of your best ale or wine that you've yeah, ever Yeah, let's had. go and have a good time. We're okay. going. That's important. So you don't hate barrels. That's all I need to know. Okay. But you move them. So, yes. While this is going on, they're mm-hmm. talking. Uh, I'm going to cast Fog Cloud. Um, and that's okay. and that's going to uh, obscure the uh, area in which it's a uh, 120 foot, 20 foot radius spare. Okay. 20 feet. And I'm going to cast it basically around the caravan so that we can start working on getting these wheels off. Okay. There is a sudden uh, misting of clouds, kind of bellowing out from Azos. Smells like beef and corn. That comes misting out from below him and 
it's starting to roll over the dunes of sand. I need everyone to make perception checks with disadvantage. Everyone. Unless it tells you that you don't have disadvantage while seeing through an Azoth. Two. Twelve. Fourteen. Thirteen. Ten. It's good, because I think I have to find the wheels. Okay. Howard, Remus, and Azoth, you hear a very faint... rumbling faint in the distance the ground almost shakes and you just barely feel it uh unless there's some sort of natural phenomenon around here i think our uh, giant friends are near yeah we might want to might want to get going here soon Okay. Uh, you do see uh, you three all, so Rockadoodle and Finks, the mist comes billing out, and you are all, or you two are both heavily, dis- heavily uh, at disadvantage with viewing. Everything is obscured, and you can only see within five feet of you as the mist is thickening up into a heavy fog. And you all hear the sudden shouts of just, what's going on? Here, quick, surround, everyone prepare. We need to get out of here. And there is the sudden, please, back to your cots, back to your cots. As he, but I'm tired and I was enjoying the sun. Get back to your cots, my lady. As the kids start kind of laughing and start rush into the car, she start hearing, as uh, you hear, uh, the first human's voice again thinks, shout, Alec, the horses, they won't move. Oh, no, this isn't good. What are you all doing? Remus, I'm going to, to, to the... Azov, <laughs> you can see somewhat okay. Now you can talk. Sorry, Remus. Oh, you're good. I'm going to probably go to the closest cart to us that I assume doesn't have the children, and I'm just going to start using my thieves' tools to take off one of the wheels. Make us... Thieves tool check. Lock pick. Okay. Lock pick. I'm going to start to work on the other wheel as well. Howard was um, going to try to intercept the children before they went in the cart, but go on. Go ahead, finish first. Okay. Okay. Uh, Howard, make a stealth check for me with advantage because of the mist. Um. Wow. Okay. Azoth, make a dex check. Just straight. Straight dex. And then real quick, our chariot only had two wheels, correct? Correct. Okay. But there was nothing carrying it. Or like to put or there was nothing pulling it. It was more or less no, magical. Yeah. I got a 22. Um, there, it takes a moment and you start loosening the locking mechanism on the wheels. And as you go, you you see one of the pins slide out, and there's this moment where the the, the bolt on the wheel is just held down loosely. You hear, after hearing the ping as of, of the bolt shooting out, there's a, what is that? Are we under attack? Coming from inside the cart. And there's uh, a, shut up, you fool. You've drunk too much. And they uh, start rumbling again, or you hear <laughs> the popping of bottles, and 
there's glugging noise. There are glugging noises as you hear them drinking. But now the uh, wheel is on a bolt loosely. Just uh, pop it off and know that if you pop it off one wheel, there may be a teeter. How far am I from Arkart? The closest one? To like to our chariot, like our little thing. Being lucky that you went to the closest cart, it is a one of the smaller carts, and the wheels are similar in size to the chariots. They look to appear to uh, fit, and you're roughly four feet from the cart. So if uh, Remus is on like the back left wheel, I want to be on the front right one. So if we could pop them off at the same time, it'll still kind of be stabilized. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, I rolled a 16, by the way, for my decks. There's a similar pink as you pop out the pin from the from the wheel as it's now on just the uh, on just the the bolt and the axles. So I'm going to go towards Azoth, give him like a one minute thing, and then I'm going to go to our cart and take two wheels off of it first, so we have wheels to put on and swap out quickly. Okay. Uh, make a just straight uh, another thieves tool check with advantages. You're taking your time more more uh, precisely to remove them wheels. Twenty five. Okay, easy enough. <laughs> While you're taking the time to remove these two wheels, we're gonna jump over to Fink's Rockadoodle. What are you doing as Howard is slinking off? Okay, rolled a sixteen by the way on stealth. We're going. I mean, they're children. Okay. See how that goes. Um, what are you two doing while while Howard is slinking off towards the children? Um, can I, under the cover of the fog, leave a note in Goblin in the sand? Can I just like etch it out? Is there anything that's a little more permanent than sand around? Make a perception check with disadvantage. I got a couple of scrolls that you can write on. <laughs> is not the time to buy stuff. Hold on, sorry, I gotta find my character sheet. There it is. Perception. My disadvantage still. Oh yeah, you're in the you're in you're in this mist. That All right, so it's six. I mean, there's a bunch of sand. All right, I'll, I'll write it in sand. That's fine. Right in the sand. That's what I got? It doesn't get shifted. All right, I'm I'm basically just gonna say the some along the lines of. Caravan was here. They're going to the forest. Move quickly. Okay. Do so. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's good. Oh. Maybe it's bad. Oh, and I'm going to sign it off as uh, Grim uh, Chieftain of the Grim Moon Sphinx. Okay. I need, to, I need to recruit some friends here. Okay. Rockadoodle, what are you doing at this moment? As everyone seems to be kind of packing up and getting ready to move and bustle, are you? Preparing for anything, doing anything? Are you well, what's up? Well, since since uh, Mr. Flatchwinks over there, I couldn't go and see a, a dang thing. I, uh, I I think I'm gonna go right in the sand too. And um, can I go and do that? Okay, you go into the sand over uh, next Finks. Where is? What do you write in the sand? I'm gonna I'm gonna write out a uh, see you later, stupids. Can can Finks do that thing where like when he notices a kid's copying his test and he just kind of like covers it up? Yeah. <laughs> you say put your hand up and just kind of <laughs> block off the area where you're writing. Okay. Howard. 
you slink up and you see there are these two children getting into the cart as a female hand grabs for the boy and goes before like they try to go in there i'm gonna try to like get their attention be like hey come here real quick the the boy uh getting into the cart being having his mom's hand gets pulled in but the girl with her back to you goes turns and goes hello come here i'm not supposed to talk to strangers oh i'm i'm howard i'm not a stranger i'm actually i wanted to gift you something because you guys are children you guys i'm sure live in a world where it's painful and i want to brighten your day and i'll be on my way make a persuasion check Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, 13. Okay. Yeah, she looks a little hesitant. Oh, it's okay. I'm friendly. I won't do anything. I promise. I'm going to reach into my bag and grab out my last. This is my last cinnamon stick here. And I break it in half. I give her the one. This is for your brother, I'm assuming. You guys have fun and enjoy your your rides. Peace be unto you. Yellow King be with you. And I walk away. <laughs> she looks very confused. And she's, okay. You hear? Elizabeth, come in, mom. Uh, she hops in the carriage and looks around and she can't see you as you have drifted into the mist. Just looking a little confused on her face. You're messed up. You're messed up. A little bit. Howard's messed up. Um, okay. Yeah, and then I'm just going to make my way back towards where Finks and uh, Rockadoodle do. As you come walking by where Finks, uh, where you see Azoth is over by one of the carriages, uh, Remus comes walking past you with two wheels now, handing one over to Azoth. Uh, you come up to Rockadoodle doing Finks there in the sand. I need Remus and Azoth to make to roll dexterity for Azoth, and I'll let us uh, your thieves tool checks for Remus. The dexterity again. You're trying to precisely sliding in place and hinging it, sliding the hinge into the wheel. Fourteen. Sixteen. Remus, there's a, there is a smooth slick as you grab the pin and slide it in and a little bit of a forcefulness to it, but you have to, as you kind of palm it, palm the uh, part of the pin in, but you force it in. Azoth, you go to slide the pin in and it bends a bit and you have to pound it a little bit with your fist and there is a, a slight in the wood where you slide the pin into. Forcing it in, but there's a bit of a break on it. So... Who knows if this will last for them, but we'll see. Just so you know, I do got that scroll of mending. So Remus and I have the wheels now, right? Yes, you guys have each have a magical wheel. Then we can go and put them on the cart. Apparently. Which we'll put on our cart. Sure. Guys, go back, roll. Each of you roll uh, again, unless you're going to try to take the time to really position them. Does Sphinx see this? Yes, this is uh, uh, you can see this as the okay. as you're right next to where your car is. You see Azoth and Remus each bringing one of the car, one of the wheels with the tailing of your 
detect magic fading, you see the uh, the runes carved on the wheels. Oh, yes, yes. You got me two shields. Thank you so much. I mean... You can have them once we're done. Okay. What are you doing with them? I got an 18. I put we're it on the axle. We're using them. They're oh. wheels. They're wagon wheels. We, we must leave. Them. There's giant holes in them. It doesn't really work well as a shield, but you can have them when we're done. When we get out of here, they're all yours. Okay. Like I can put my arm through it. Like I can poke you through the wheel. Like You know, I, I think he could actually mend it back into full wood once we're done with this. I don't know. I think so. I think that's a great project for a later day, though. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but they're all yours. Oh. You slide the wheels on. <laughs> Your cart is motionless as it does not have a rider. Uh, I need everyone to roll perception checks now. Twelve plus... 30, 19. 20. Oh. 7. 13. 15 and higher. Raise your hand. How much was it? 15 and higher. Oh. Okay. You three hear the... A little bit closer... And now you have just a faint uh, numbness in the soles of your feet as the sand shifts uneasily. All right. Um, I'm going to tell Howard, Finks, and Remus to get in the cart. I want them all to think about going, and I'm going to position myself where the... uh, Does this still have the thing, like, where the horse or whatever thing would go? The Yeah. All right. I'm going to position myself there and hold on to it for now. I'm going to tell them to get in the cart and just think of going or yell go or some command to get it to move and see if it moves at all, if the three of them are doing it. Uh, Howard, I think you you helped us move this one last time. Yeah. Um, I'll try it again, and I'll like hold on, and I'll think real hard. Forward. Go. Ah! Holding go. Um, you acknowledge you had to expend a spell slot previously. Do you wish to do the same energy motion? Acknowledging Depends. that. In this time that we've been kind of shopping and lolling around, would you consider this a short rest? For you, being the warlock, I'll allow it to be a short rest. Okay, so then, yes, I will expend a spell slot then. <laughs> As you expend a, you see this yellow glow over it. As before, and the wings start to kind of get painful a little bit. And they start start to flapping. Rockadoodle, you see these wings on the side of the carriage start to flap. You give Marcy a bit of a hit kick, hit hit kick, as you oh, see these mini there, little Marcy. wings. As these wings that you had all not seen before fan out from from the side of her, as the cart has little fan gliders that flip out, apparently able to be aerial. Perhaps not as long as you, though. So you uh, may all want to make it a quick getaway. All right, I'm going to yell up to them. I'll I'll actually, since the cart's not moving and it's not doing what I thought it was going to do, it's going to fly instead. Um, I'll get into the cart with them and tell them that uh, when we were up there, I saw a town to the northeast and we should probably head towards the town. Yeah, town of the northeast is many days travel. Oh, 
Is the Smoketop yeah. Mountains closer? I mean, the Smoketop Mountains are a huge mountain range that you can see off in the distance to your right. Okay. You just got to pass through the miles and miles of the desert to get to it. But we can go over, so that's not too bad. Yeah, we can fly there. Be a lot better than trying to ride or walk. What are you guys doing? Are you going to just kind of take off? Do you say anything, or are we just kind of kicking this off? Well, let's just move for now. All yeah. right. Just and as you're all discussing about moving, Rockadoodle, you see this cart just, <laughs> this wooden wings just start flapping as this uh, single standing Roman Coliseum chariot style just <laughs> takes off in the air without a harness pulling it. Uh, you see Marcy start to kind of get a little bit of a kick and <laughs> pick up and fly off following. You know that Marcy's only good for about a half hour or so tops like pushing it and that's going to drain her for the day so you guys better get uh far in weight if you're if you're going to want to let her rest as a there's a fanning of the air you're all of your guys uh heads are wish are rushing through the wind and make a second make a following uh follow perception check as you all fly away viewing down and looking at the at the sand below uh net 20 plus six yeah, I can't. I, I can't see it for the chariot. Thanks, you can't see. Fourteen. Six. Howard, six. Remus. Eleven. Ah, I'm Remus, focused on trying Remus to get this thing going. off. You all look down and you see these two lumbering bodies, twenty feet tall, swinging these large clubs. <clears throat> no, <clears throat> smashing into them and getting shot at from uh, warriors piling out of the carriage now, bringing swords. As you fly away, there is a battle commencing behind you. Um, one of the carriages comes flying into the air slightly 30 feet below you. One of the smaller ones was thrown. You hear, ah, as it crashes below. There's a small of fiery explosion. As some chemicals gone wrong, uh, had mixed together, you all take off, uh, seeing the sun soon to set. And we're going to leave with our bathroom break for there, for all our viewers, uh, as we talk to Mark about his games, uh, Canna Custodian and Peacock Block. Uh, the players, if you guys have to take your bathroom break, please do so, or the viewers Please stay uh, check ahead as we get ready to discuss Canic Custodian. We'll be back in 10 or so minutes. I feel like maybe we right. should, I don't know. Should we go back for them? I don't know. <laughs> I've got three health. I don't want to fight anybody. Hey. Yeah, we're going to need to rest soon. So Rockadoodle's pretty hilarious. <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, I was definitely trying to think of like what I could do because I'm like, oh well, doing promo. All right, here's this. I, I wasn't sure if I was gonna like sell you guys exotic birds to ride. I wasn't sure what the plan was. Now I love uh Marcy being being his wife too. That's so funny. <laughs> it is yeah. great. I completely forgot we had discussed this idea. Um, it's been a busy week. 
catching up and, and getting ready for this to make sure that we had the stream work. Me and Danny had issues earlier this week. Me and Mark were having issues yesterday and this morning. I found out, it, uh, Danny, I'm pretty sure it is their bandwidth on in our house. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. It affects it. But if you are watching on Twitch, everyone. I was going to say, you had like the test going, but you sounded like the sound quality wasn't as great mm -hmm. as it normally is. So, I don't know. But uh, right now, if anyone is tuning in and watching us on our, uh, watching right now via our Twitch or Facebook, we have a demo of Can of Custodian going on in the bottom left corner of the screen. And oh, Mark had worked on, uh, this is the first, is it, this is the first video game you put out. Correct? Yeah. So this is this is the demo. Give us the low the lowdown and the rundown on Canon Custodian. Yeah. So th this is a demo of uh, of the game. I I want to say that this is the new demo uh, that is of it. Where um I just got some playthrough kicking whatever on this, but uh but actually I'm if if he is in the chat and he probably is is uh Phil who is the uh, Phil is the, um, the programmer. He, uh, he subscribed to you guys. He actually does some D&D too, um, which is cool. So, um, but yeah, like, uh, he, if he's up in the, in the chat, uh, awesome. Uh, oh, he's there. There, there he, he is. is. Hey, so, Phil. So awesome. But yeah, Phil's the programmer. I am the everything else, but Phil has got some pretty hilarious ideas that, uh, we, you know, he, he pops in um, that we experiment with of certain little things, so mm -hmm. it's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, this game, so this game here, uh, Canon Custodian, was meant to be uh, a very 1979 into 1981 era arcade. So like right before they started really like having lots of music to it and stuff like that, um, just a lot more jingles and it was kind of like it's kind of different because I, I'm usually making more big elaborate graphics and things like that so I, I dumb down things and you have to kind of like oh do I work with the color palette of a certain thing or uh, I want to say I, I need to make it look like garbage kind of but obviously it doesn't look like garbage it's supposed to look like things so um, you're working with those like Atari Ask kind of really blocky graphics um, to a degree where because everything's really small and it just blows up is how that works. So, um, but it works pretty well. Um, you'll see like there's a lot of different stuff when uh, when you see it gets to level five there you'll you'll see something really crazy. Um, and I wanted to make this really simple of how I wanted to do it too. So we we had good game design and stuff like that. Phil Phil's uh, like just awesome code for what we have here, keeping it simple, um, but keeping it effective. So, so yeah. Currently right now, Phil, uh, if, if you guys are watching the chat, no one's playing. We have a gameplay running that Mark was able to send me of this. Um, yeah. No, none of us are currently playing it. We were, we weren't able to get it going because I have a Mac, fortunately, but uh, you have the PC. Make sure you guys get out there and test this out. This looks fun. Yeah. So, so, Mark, what made you say, "Hey, let's make an make an arcade game"? Have you? Is this what you've always wanted to do? Was this just like an idea? Like, can I do this? And let me see if it can. I can. How hard it would be. So back back in the day, 
like when I was like 15, 16 years old, I, I ended up having a game called Dezaimon, which was for Super Famicom, which is the, the um, Super Nintendo of Japan. And that's where I started learning how to go and like make um, make um, game stuff uh, with that. I made a, a vertical scrolling shooting game called uh, um, Robo Knight off this thing. Um, but from that, I always wanted to go and make make video games. This I thought would be like super simple, easy, where it's like it it is pretty easy to go and make something like this, but. Um, everything still takes time, and I'm like, oh, well, this would be a simple game compared to releasing something just gigantic, and you know, just get something out there. But um, this being the demo, it's kind of like see how it goes. Like, if people wanted more, to give them more, you know, something of that nature. Um, we, we thought like maybe like doing something like a Kickstarter, or some sort of crowdfunding would be good because I mean obviously people want to try and make money off things and, and whatnot and um mm-hmm. just see where it kind of goes and uh you know there would be ideas of like oh whoever wants to fund x amount you can go and make this enemy or you can make this make a boss or whatever and just kind of be like all right we can just muster some things up you know try and keep keep the vision and do it for them but also kind of work with people so who who knows? Um, it's just more or less like um, I want to. I would love to see it happen. I, I'd love to see things happen. It just depends, like what's the interest everybody's into, kind of thing. So yeah. where are you thinking about taking this after? Are you thinking that is it? What are the likelihood of us getting this on a mobile to be the most most uh, accessible to play, or is this going to be have like a uh, maybe on Steam? Or is this like somehow going to be ported over to a console? So de- depending on like the, uh, the the future of this thing, um, it will be. I would love to see it. I'd love to see it on everything, but I mean, the the, the harsh reality is a lot of dev kits. Dev kits are, are expensive, and you have to do a lot of rules of what the what the console people do. Um, I think I want to say Xbox might be the least. Uh, commanding on things but steam would be great um we we don't know the, the how to crack android but that it, it seems like from a lot of feedback we got people are like dude this would be awesome there's like a quick little mobile thing um mm-hmm. it depends on like how to monetize and do stuff too so so that was kind of the thing but I, I would love to see stuff in the future be bigger for it um it's just all seeing what people want if they want it we'll, we'll do it well, um, so what what is there? There is a loose story behind this game too. The whole idea is not it's not just that you're a gun shooting random monsters. There's a loose point to it. Yeah, what you have so, to do. So the the game uh, is um, basically um, the the the. Oh, I just saw what Phil was saying in there. So that's that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically the, the thing is, uh, the, the story goes where, um, oh, there's the, there's the Cthulhu boss. <laughs> it's pretty nuts. Um, okay. So yeah, when it, when it comes to the story, basically you are a janitor named Ted who get, who's working for area 51. Uh, you're, you're just going around, you're cleaning and you start scrubbing off what looks like an arcade machine. But it's not an arcade machine. It's an interdimensional jail. 
and basically you go in there and you're you're scrubbing it and it turns on and it sucks Ted in there. And basically on the other end, um, things have kind of gone chaos over inside the, the jail where all the convicts and their flunkies have basically kind of did a little uprising. The the um like the wardens and such have escaped and they're safe in a dome, but they can't really go and get out. And basically, Ted is in this, able to get a cannon car to go where he, uh, with the computer that was there, was able to get the messages. Hence, when you'll see like flying packages in the game, the mm-hmm. wardens and stuff are sending supplies, are able to do that. But Ted's got to go and get to them to get the power cell to go and power up uh, the dimension stuff. But his energy pods are what the convicts need because the convicts have their own energy cell that that's their power source. So it's like one is trying to get one, the other one's trying to get the other. And basically, mm-hmm. can he go and rescue everything on time? Time will tell for our hero. So it's, you know, one of those. And well, pretty cool. it, it's, there's definitely a bit of a, when you know the story, you definitely could see it happening more on screen. And as you are progressing further in levels, the uh, there is a bit of the anxiety push up. You can easily see this of the urgency. Um, it's Definitely cool. So you so eat, so you have to try to see how many levels you can succeed to obtain the packages to then the highest score. As enemies keep trying to steal your uh, the energy balls, and if you end up stopping an enemy, it is placed back in its spot. And yeah. every level that you get past, you end up gaining an additional one. Then. Yep. Yep. Okay. So- yeah, so keeping it keeping it fair, you know? <laughs> no, simple, straightforward. The game does play back at you. It's definitely interesting. Now, along with Canon Custodian, you also are repping it a little bit more visually as uh, as your character, Rockadoodle, the uh, peacock era croca bird person. Uh, you have a game Peacock Block that there you is. have gotten. Yeah, you actually have hard physical copies. And give us the rundown. For sure. What does what the elevator pitch to tell pe- tell players the point of Peacock Block? What is the goal, and how long does it take to play it, and how many players can play this? So pe- Peacock Block is a three to five player uh, take that card game that's got two game modes and three ways to win. Uh, players will be trying to score uh, by flirting or getting uh, tail feathers, which if they get ten uh, tail feathers, they can win, or uh, they will present the peacock ring. So be like, you know, and that's kind of like a, you get all three pieces, lay it down. There you go. Um, but players on their turn can go and if you're trying to flirt with somebody, which your, your flirt scale goes up, if you get, if you get 10, you can win that. Um, your, uh, your, your, your uh, opponents will go and do blocks on you, which are like insults of all different kinds. They can go and pluck tail feathers from you so you can't get that. And they can do all different kinds of shenanigans so you can't get the ring or they'll just do all different little combos. So um, there's a lot of cards in the game. Uh, 162 total where 161 you will play with in the game. There is uh, five players, like I said, uh, there's the two game modes. One you can go and just do as a quick round, which say is about like 15 minutes per round. Sometimes it could be quicker, sometimes it could be longer, depends on how much craziness is happening. When it uh, becomes for the uh, for the other mode, the other game mode, 
it adds a little heart piece uh, with the love meter. Um, and that is basically scored per round where every feather on your peacock matters. So if, if you go out on your turn, say if you have five feathers, you go out, you get a point because you, you won the, the round. And then for every feather, you get an additional point. So you get like six points. If you get to 10, then you win the, uh, the, the extended version. When that happens, you, uh, people are going to be focusing, you know, like, oh, I don't want this guy to get feathers because he's close to winning. Then other people are going to try and get the feathers to go and actually do the feather win. So the, 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 the short game compared to the long game, it's got a teeny bit different of a dynamic to it. Um, but, and that was the original way that it was, that it was played because, uh, me and Phil, we went to, uh, we went to, uh, uh, MAGFest and we did it there and we saw like how it was going for a lot of, a, a lot of the, the stuff of that MAGFest. It was a couple of years ago. And the biggest thing was like, oh man, the game's, the game's good, but the game's a little long, like. And, I, and all the feedback we were able to, I was able to knock it and, and do that. And everything just works super good. So now it's like, oh, you want to play this way? Cool. Oh, you want to play this way? Cool. So that's just, it's your choice, however you want to do it. So, and it works good for tournaments too. So it's uh, pretty awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, listen, both of these games sound awesome. I, I can't wait to play and check out Peacock Block as well as get Candace Castonia to be able to play with it too. And our video uh, that you had just sent me has uh, completed. It looks like you actually got footage of you beating the game. Yeah. So this was a uh, great, well-timed out explanation. Listen, everyone out there, if you haven't yet, go check out Peacock Block. Where can they get Peacock Block? So right you can now? go and, and get it uh, if you chant the magic spell, uh, com. Um, can I throw it into the chat? I can, Please do. Oh, yeah, I could go and do that for you. One of my players. Got it for you. Tony's got this for oh, you. Oh, wonderful. Awesome. Thank you. I hope I spelled it right. Uh, yeah, it looks. All right, looks cool. It works. Perfect. So I appreciate it. So, yeah. And, and I appreciate you guys having me on this thing. I haven't played D&D in forever. So <laughs> I'm, I am definitely... Rusty, I, I should have I should have asked to know what all your characters were, so my apologies. But uh, oh no, well, um, well, hopefully you'll get to get a chance to see how all the characters really worked fluid yeah. together in a moment. Um, I'm glad I was able to go and get these dice because, like, it was just by chance that I was just to get dice out of that. Like, I, I understand uh, when I play dice. I, when I play as a player, I do have set dice for specific characters so sounds like you kind of found the dice for ro ro rockabilly uh i'm sorry not rockabilly rockadoodle easily do, and... do you know where the name rockadoodle comes from um i'm not I'm... i do i think i do i'm like 80 percent to 95 percent sure i do what do you think it, is it, it the movie cartoon right yes, yeah the movie. yes <laughs> Dude, about, like, about like a rockabilly sideburns like on the yep. side too and i'm like oh, i don't know if i got like a, a rockabilly rooster yep you got it i had to look that up i remember this guy yeah i had like an awesome like uh like letterman jacket type thing going on yep yep he, he was the big hero of the farm and then i can't remember what happened but it was depressing and then he came back it was great yeah but yeah no i thought of it instantly i was like i know i know where this is yeah straight up don bluth uh animation like 
I'm like, oh, this is this is great. So <laughs> it's always like terrible movie. <laughs> that's awesome. No. no, that's great. Um, I love the character so much, and we'll, I can't wait to see how he uh, works. Depending on what you guys do, as we are back, everyone. If you did t- step away to enjoy the bathroom break, there that is your choice. If you're tuned around to watch and hear about Ichiban Games, Canada Custodian, and Peacock Block, thank you so much. If you haven't yet, uh, please go check out Ichiban Games on Facebook and Instagram, as well as support, uh, give them a follow and like. Please do that for us as we are back. So. Who would I just cut someone off? What's up? Nope. All right. So you guys are flying away. You see the carriages. Uh, the caravan below is being attacked by two giants. Uh, what are you doing? Are you going to try and follow to get your own, uh, to be to be by yourselves? Or are you turning around and looking to help? Well, it looks like we escaped that situation. So uh, where do we want to go? The mountains or the... You said there's a town around here, Azov? Uh, I'll point over into the uh, direction of the town. What is um, Rockadoodle doing? Is he sticking around? Is he running? He's flying. See, Rockadoodle is flying up behind you guys. Remus, can you maybe send him a mental message? He's right, right there. Oh, is he right next to us? He's not. Yeah. I feel like I can sh- we can shout to him. Hey, Sally, what you need? (laughs) I don't know if you should trust those guys over there. They talked about using you as bait. (laughs) Can can Marcy take a little... uh, (laughs) Take a little little bathroom break? (laughs) You see there's a... of brown uh, feces. Oh, gosh. Oh no, the children. Just launched <laughs> A little extra spice there. All right. So you see that happening. Uh you guys begin to fly on in the direction of the of the town. You go travel for 20 minutes or so with nice speed as you feel the magic starting to spurt out of the of the uh of your guys' carriage, of your um, carriage that you're cart. being uh, cart, you're being pulled in. Um, hey guys, we might need to make to a landing. Come to a landing. Uh, running low. Rockadoodle, at the same time, you do feel there is a stall, and Marcy is feeling a bit tired as her f- flying becomes uh, a awesome. little stuttered as you kind of dip a few times. All right, honey, we're going to go down. Okay, uh, make dexterity check, Howard, and Rockadoodle. Right, uh, fourteen. I got a ten. Okay, you see, Marcy start to fall and come into a tumble as you hear as her knees buckle and she kind of does a flip over motion and lands sitting. You go somersaulting. And fly and sit, uh, get to fall into your back, smashing into a dune of sand. You're upside down as you see this cart come sliding down. Howard, what was it? 14. 14. A skidding uh, 
uncontrolled wheelie stop as a as a cart is on two wheels backwards sliding up and into the dune of sand you all are covered in sand as it you all push through the dune and pop out on the other end the cart is is loaded about a foot deep covered the the glowing falls away from the cart chariot that's what the word is chariot you're in uh what you doing Oh, my cloaca. All right. Uh, let me uh, dust myself off here. Okay. Uh, Anybody your... need a healing potion? Now nah, we're good. Let's say, now that I think about it, do you have like a bag of holding of sorts? I do not. I just have my trunk of fun. Which essentially acts as a as a bag of holding, but it is a uh, cart that Marcy carries. That ah. is, to an extent, bottomless. For you. Okay. Well, I was semi thinking about it on the way, uh, since I have this studded leather now. Um, you have the emerald spine. Um, I will go ahead and actually add to that for you, and I'm gonna like take off my shirt. I'm gonna neatly fold my coat and I'm going to take off the leather armor like the regular plain leather armor underneath and I'm going to hand it to you as kind of like a trade since I mean I, I can't really wear two armors at the same time uh, you can do whatever you want with this one it's a little used so you could probably fix it up and add some sparklies to it or whatnot um, or if you want to fit it for Marcy Marnie um, that'd be cool too all right, there, Chuck. I'll uh, I'll take that uh, with me for for uh, good grievances. Um, you know, let me let me try that on a little bit here. Yeah, sure. Now, Hannah, just the regular armor. The regular armor. Just reg- it is... It's just regular leather armor. I just want to look uh, foofy. You throw on an extra layer of armor. It, it's a bit heavy. Throwing it over your shoulders, but I mean, a little encumbersome. Maybe hard to cast spells in it, but you know. It's considered light armor, so. You are currently already wearing armor, so it's the second set of armor that you'd be placing on. Oh. Rockadoodle. So if you throw on the other armor, it may be a little harder to maneuver in it, but. Oh, no, I won't do that then. I'll just throw it in the bag, you know, throw it in the box. Yeah, you do your thing. (laughs) Okay. Works for me. Then I'll just put on the studded leather, put my shirt and my coat back on over it. All right. You're a fan of the ladies because it's studded and studded leather. Now, you all see that the temperature now is significantly starting to drop as the sun is now starting to descend its height in the sky as it's starting to break into the evening, probably around a nice 7 o'clock golden hour for the next 20 or 30 minutes before night will be fastly approaching. Rockadoodle, you do understand it is dangerous to travel at night as there is rumors of a red clouded mist that sucks the life of individuals that does travel amongst the sands as well as there were those giants and goblins. So 
traveling at night may be dangerous, but is there um, any worries? Type of uh, landmark or shelter nearby that we can uh, take refuge in? Make perception checks. Seven. Cole climbing up one of the dunes. And as you go to look around, all you see is hills of sand that just kind of roll far off. Probably a two, three day travel is some forested wood, wooded area. No, nothing else besides that. Would you roll Rockadoodle? 18. Bunch of sand, dunes. Looks to be an oasis of sorts. A couple hundred yards over. You see, the only reason you think it may be something is because you see tall, stocky looking figures that perhaps could be trees. And traveling throughout the desert, you had stopped at one previously. This is true. It had a pool of water that was fresh to drink. We built sandcastles there. It was nice. We called it White Castle. We don't have those over here. It's not the same oasis we were at before, was it? <laughs> we didn't do just like some stupid loop around and end up back where we started. You can't tell from here. I feel like Howard would remember. Kind of look yeah. closer. Yeah. Oh, look around now? too. Make sure there's like no pit that we can fall into unbeknownst. Oh my god, I'd be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Make a perceptual disadvantage as it's starting to get dark, and Howard, it's getting dark out. Uh, perception sixteen with disadvantage. You look over one dune, and as it appears to be slightly familiar. You blink your eyes and there's no pit in it. This doesn't appear to be the same oasis far off in the distance as the previous one had multiple stalks of trees and uh, multiple groupings. Okay. This one does not. I think we're okay. Just be on the lookout because who knows what kind of pits are around here. We don't need to be falling again and be are stuck you in that crap. Try to drag the cart or are you leaving it there? Um, As it is going to be, you will have to travel along. Will you be leaving it or pulling it? Merciful. What are you all doing? Can we, like, not necessarily fly it, but can we, like, make it ride so, like, we're just on ground, traveling along the ground with it? But that's what the magic wheels would do. Yeah. You don't know what the magic wheels would do. I, I mean, you sit in it. Mean, you know that you can expend a spell slot to make it move. Yeah. If you wish to do that again. I mean, I have one left, so. I also yeah, have some. I'm assuming mine work. You only one way to find out. <laughs> All right. Do we want to dig it out and try to get go into some kind of better, better shelter and then hunker down for the night? Yes. Yeah. Um, let me let me try to see if my spells work too, though. So okay. we'll give you a rest. Thank you. Okay. All right, what spell it. slot? Howard only has one level spell slot. What are you dumping into it? What are you, uh, what are you level one. doing? Level As you spell. kind of grip the, 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 
the kind of the headboard of the chariot where Howard had his hands, you start to kind of whis- whisper some chanting and goblin under your tongue. And as and the, as you cough up some gurgling noise and, go- and some garlic, uh, not garlic, some goblin undertone insult to a god, there's a soft glowing of the moon that shines over it and you see the wheels begin to start to turn as the chariot it has this light white glow over it howard distinctful notice it's a white glow not a yellow glow hmm i think it looks better this way see the wheels will start to move and they move at a slow pace pushing and trudging through the sand uh takes you guys but the better part of half hour to get to this oasis pool that has these two stalking palm trees. Marcy, Rockadoodle, goes over to it and sticks her head down and starts gulping big gulps of water. And she kind of uh, shakes out of the harness of the cart and spreads her, her wings and fans them. And sits lays down and begins to snore sleeping it is starting to be dark what are you all doing i want i want to go to take a rest yes i would also like to take a rest a long yeah. rest you all begin a long rest don't hit oh, those yeah, buttons yet rest. i could take a, i could take first watch you I'll all spend. are just going to rest up <clears throat> Yeah, before we do that, I'm going to go over to Azoth. So, in the midst of uh, everything that was going on with Silvalis, um, I kind of wigged out. I'm not sure what happened to me there. But I'm pretty sure I thought I heard you pledge allegiance to Lol. Yep. And while I may not like personally agree with that, I, f- I feel like the Yellow King would probably be a better fit for you. Um, I'm not going to force you for now. However, um, as a gift, I'm going to reach into my bag and I'm going to pull out a platinum statue of uh, the female glider that I found earlier in the caves. Um, maybe this can kind of do whatever, if you need it, for Lulther to win her over on your behalf, I guess. John, uh, thanks. All right. Yellow king thing. <laughs> like like a crown with my hands or something like yeah. yeah. why just... <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just gonna go back and uh, set up and go for a long rest okay no one hit those rest buttons thanks but uh, smash the like and follow button on twitch to stay up to date on our adventures yeah, yeah. 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 smash yeah. the like, like and follow button below that's right. Um, but not the long rest button yet. But not the long rest yeah. button yet. Rockadoodle, what are you doing as you see this party starting to bed down for a rest? Um, my uh, my my question is to them: Is do they need any fine beddings of uh, that could be easily woven from uh, from a feather or two that they might need to rest their head on? I can easily do that for a, a, a little bit of gold there. You guys, 
Remus, Remus kind of ponders this as he he's unsure. How 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 much gold? Um, I mean, since it's all natural and it is in an odor of uh, me, uh, I think it's a uh, quite uh, maybe 70, 70 ish around that. I I'm okay, thank you. Per goon. No one taking you up on the feathers begins to pass, just to, starts to wind down and relax for their evening. You go over your inventory and your stock, checking your supplies, looking over your, scroll, your scrolls and your spell book, checking everything. All right, thanks. Make a perception check for me and roll a d20. Natural 20. I'll take second watch. Okay. Natural 20 is fairly pleasant for your rest. Okay. Your your watch goes uneventful. Can I, um, on my watch, try to figure out what this giant bone does? Make an arcane, American Arcana check. Uh, 14. 14. Uh, it has an enchantment on it. And... Without casting Detect Magic and Identify, you know that there is a fear enchantment of sorts placed on this. It is huge, too. Like, you're, like, cradling. This looks like a huge, like, almost like a stand-up base to you. Just holding up, to. That's actually a good idea. Maybe we can make one of those. Didgeridoo. Okay. Okay. Who's next? Okay. Azoth. 16. Slightly uneventful for you. What are you doing on your watch? Anything specific? Yeah, uh, I'm going to take out the uh, the Drider statue that Hour gave me and the uh, Wolf trinket and just kind of uh, meditate on it and just kind of listen. Just kind of like open up. Make a religion check. 12. You have the persistent feeling that you have spiders crawling up your back of the neck. Just kind of brush at them, and every time you go to brush, it's there's nothing there. Okay. No. Who's taking next watch? Remus. Remus. Yes, right. it is me. Make a perception check. 17 at this point there is a as you see the water ripple you feel a a loud thud behind you Uh. about 20 yards to your back. Close, but not right up on you yet. Uh, so We're I... flying! Oh, wow. Box! Go! You hear shouted. 
I mean, it's dark. From behind you. They can see us. Uh, I'm going to first take my greater healing potion as I prepare to go around and stealthily wake everyone up. Make like, a it's stealth like... check with advantage. Yeah. In case you don't roll the one and fall in the water, make a splashing noise. Uh, it's been there before. I know. So stealth is a 26. Yeah, you all are just very ever so gently just whispered awake. Hey, I'm just kind of shook it a little bit by Remus. So he goes over to each of you. What are you telling them as you're waking them up? Um, I am telling them that the giants have caught up to us. I don't know if they can see us, but they were asking where our flying box was. So either we should hide or we're going to have to fight, I'm assuming, two giants. Well, that's not fun. I vote we bury the box in the sand. Can we all just get inside your chest? We can try and all fit in there. Make an intelligence check. Rockadoodle. I'll say Arcana check. That'd be better. Okay. That would be... (laughs) 21. I mean, you you wouldn't advise it as you don't know what would happen to them, let alone... another dimension. How air and holding their breath will work. Not very, not not wise, but do what you will. Thanks. You begin to hear, uh, yeah, you Volvo, you see anything? No, shut it up. Cleaning the flying cart, we can go far. Eek, eek, spread some light. You hear this in Goblin. You hear a female. You spread some light. You think you're the best. Eek. You know magic. As you hear goblins starting to uh, complain and yell at each other. As the female one apparently uh, is giving sass back. Okay. I'm going to use my barrel lid. And just have a barrel randomly in the oasis now. Rockadoodle. You look around, you see a barrel materialize where Remus is holding a, looks to be a shield above his head as there's now a barrel, wooden barrel, metal bandings around, bands around it. It's a little hole in it. it looks blacked out, pitched like dark shadowed in it. Um, I'm going to use Mask of the Wild and try and blend in with whatever foliage is there currently and just kind of melt into my surroundings. You start to uh, set in by some of the stones and using your el- some of the elven cloaks that you do have, wrap it around part of your body as you cast Mask of the Wild and letting your skin take on this sandy, earthy tone. You shift your body to have some resemblance of the 
stones in the sand. Mask of the Wild. Is that a spell or a it's a it's a it's a trait. It's a wood elf thing, right? Yeah. Let's see real quick. Let me see what exactly it gives you. Reading is fundamental, kids. The more you read, the more you know. <laughs> this reading break is brought to you by DCT Industries. Hey, are you looking? I'll, are you looking? To I'll read? say, make a stealth check, and I'll give I'll give you a, a little bit of a bonus to it because there is no real heavy fo foliage; it's just sand. So unless you're trying to like cover yourself and bury yourself in sand, seventeen. 17. Still not bad. Still not bad. As you begin to really take on this earthy looking texture of skin that at second glance, you may just be a stone statue caught by a petrifying gaze. Like a chameleon. Kind of. Uh, that's better. That's more so if you're in the bushes, you can kind of more so blend to be like bushes, like you're covered, but good roll. You all hear and start to see with your dark vision half ling looking sized bodies that as they come into clear focus are goblins up in on various dunes scouting around. You see them looking around for part of a chariot that they had seen flying. What are you all doing to hide or do? Can, do... can uh, Finks run up to Rockadoodle real quick and give him Blessing of the Trickster? Okay. So, okay. Uh, Mark, that's advantage on stealth checks if you want to try to hide. Yep. Um, and then I'm going to take that giant bone and kind of just, like, plant it in the sand and hide behind that. Okay. Right. Stealth check, Finks. Uh, 22. I got 11 for me. Okay. And where, you, where is everyone trying to hide and what are they trying to do? We're near an oasis, right? Or no? Yep. You are walking. You are right next to an oasis where you see there's a pool of water 15 feet around. Looks to be five or so feet deep. Crystal, crystal clear water too. You see yep. it is this clay packed earth in it, uh, deep uh, in it, um, at the bottom of the little oasis pond, a little pool of water. Okay. Yeah, Howard's going to go sit in the water. Okay. Anthony, can um, Finks throw up his duplicate in front of the bone, not hiding? He can. Let me pull some minis out for some stuff, guys. Okay. Okay. Oh, thanks, duplicate. Very Okay, so you throw up a mini Finks. Don't worry, there's a map on their way. Howard, you said you're going into the water? Into the water, I'm going to kind of like sit where, like in the shallow part of it. I'm not going to go like too deep or anything. Okay. Uh, we have. Give me a moment. Just a moment, guys. 
I was not expecting the, the Oasis fight. So the palm trees that we have are some horror knotted looking trees that we'll say they work. Azoth, if you are sitting over next to a pile of rocks, uh, there is a barrel on. In this, so I'll give you just a minute. Barrel. So, Remus, where do you want this barrel to be? Is it just kind of out in the open? Yeah, it's like in the just the middle of the beach. It it looks very out of place and just it's it's mostly there to startle and then do its job. Okay. There's a dune right there. It's gonna be a dune. And let me get this battle cam up for you all, as I need you all to roll for initiative as the goblins start to eek, put some light, as the uh, female goblin voice goes, fine, as she raises, you hear a slamming of a poof, as a spreading of uh, bright light shines in the sky, and you see four goblins on various points amongst the sand with the heads of two giants lumbering over them, looking in the direction of the pool of water. Get a map up right now. Let it take the diplomatic option. See what we can do. Okay. One moment. Just a minute as we get Zoom to adjust for me. There. You all see giant over there coming. The second giant over there. You see there is light coming from a goblin right there, a goblin right there, there's a third, fourth goblin coming over there talking. Yeah. These the heads of the giants are coming over the hills 
BC. Oh my God, give me the stand. Map, map stand, give me a moment. Jesus. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, we're just gonna say this will fit in place of the giant bone because I wasn't expecting that from you. I wasn't either, to be honest. I mean, hey, crazier stuff's happened with us. <laughs> so the dice will be a stand-in for where the bone is. Okay. Basically, I just want it to be in between me and the duplicate, presenting duplicate as the actual non-afraid version of myself. Okay. So the duplicate is there. What are you all doing? I guess before we roll initiative. I uh, want think you've mentioned you want to try and do them, yes. If that's okay. okay before, if anyone else had anything to do first. Okay. Um, I had a what was it? Disguise self is what I wanted to have. Okay. You cast disguise self on your on yourself. Yep. Um oh here. I forgot to say uh here you are. Rock doodle. Okay. And we'll say the uh, carriage uh, of. We're just going to say that your guys' cart is off screen where you guys are tucked away behind a pile of uh, a dune sand, uh, one of the sand dunes. You've kind of buried it over, buried up. Where, where's Marcy, by the way? Where's the. Where's, uh... Marcy is tucked over here, right in between the trees, just Got trying it. to remain as quiet and motionless. To not get hurt in the fight, seeing how dangerous the gi- the large giants can be. Okay. Let's see. So, Finks, you want to try something political first? Yes. What are you trying? Um. All right. So Finks is going to make it like he's going to talk. His duplicate can't actually speak, so he's just going to talk from behind the bone to kind of like you know mm-hmm. act like that's what's talking. Yeah. Um, he's going to welcome them in Goblin. Welcome, sons and daughters of the moon. I'm so happy you found me. I see you found my direction. There's a very... Eek! Who is that? What do you mean? Who is that talking? It is Finks Grimmoon. I see you found your way to me. And please put out that light. It is very disrespectful to our patron of the moon. Eek, don't you dare put out that light. Let me go talk to this. Did you see this fat little goblin or fat little goblin come walking over his big heavy mace? Uh, to your illusion, walking right past you, uh, Rock Rock Doodle. It is I, Volb. I speak for my two large companions, as you hear. Hungry for more. I smell flesh. Where's Flying Box? Yes, shut up. I'll find the Flying Box. You speak for or are the leader of? I speak for them as they don't know the goblin tongue or really any common tongue. It is I, Volb. We saw a flying chariot across the sky. Do you know where they are? Where it went? Did you see it? Where it went? That is a gift from the moon. 
do you wish to learn its secrets or do you wish to eat food? I can provide you with both. I wish to learn where it is and I wish to take it when I find it. Food would Very be well. nice too. They would both be grateful if you had a few humans laying around that they can snack on. Well, I'm fresh out of humans and I'll, I'll kind of roll from uh, behind the bone. Real Finks will kind of like roll the elf skull I took from the, uh, the, the Feywild. Make a... Just kind of like let that roll on the floor. Goes, ah, so you're an adventurer. Good. We could use you with us. Yes, and I can use you as well. Name's Bulb. As he puts out a gnarly, calloused, cut up, dirty hand with big, thick, sharp, pointy claws at it. Kind of go to grip your hand to shake it. All right, he'll kind of like pull back and say, that is a human custom. We don't do that. Not us goblins of the moon. We're not goblins of the moon. Not yet, you're We're not. goblins. Please, let me teach you of the greatness of the moon, and I just kind of point up. Make a persuasion check. That's <laughs> a 20. 23 you total. A, you rolled an at one. He's, please, do tell, as he just begins to, like... Lie down, lie down. Stare, stare straight up. All of you, all of you. And I point to the other goblins. I lay down. He looks over at the female that had cast the light as everyone begins to kind of, the other, you see the other goblins start to move in with more of a curious glance. Now, no disrespect for your, your giant friends, but what do you think is mightier? The majesty of the moon and all the powers it bestows upon us? Or these two lumbering fools? <laughs> well, when it comes to brawn and strength, they definitely have it. Took out a caravan just about an hour ago. They, well, left some stragglers. They have fun when they get to make them suffer. And you hear... Uh, <clears throat> a big belching noise from one of the larger ones. <laughs> Howard, make a perception check. As a, <clears throat> as a, as there's a spitting sound. 18. A, there is a child sized leg just sinking into the water. You all clearly see this just <clears throat> shot out through the sky. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. The other goblins begin to look around at the rest of the individuals, making investigation checks. You see the one on the bottom goes, so tell me about the moon. As he's kind of like lost and you're like, how powerful can it be? I'm no holy Goblin. I am going to take um, that book I took from uh, what's his name, Solvalis. Okay, and and just start reading it. <laughs> okay, make a deception check because it's written in Elvish. Oh, is it? 
Uh, oh, then I'm then I'm just ad libbing. I'm just gonna go. Yeah, off you're ad libbing. So yeah, just uh, pretty sure it's written in Elvish and some other darker stuff. All right, straight deception is nineteen. I have the note offhand. You are BSing it very well. The speech given and first period that you didn't study for pre- preaching about how the moon derives its power as he is enamored. What's everyone else doing as this is happening? As the goblins start looking over the campsite now with the light coming from the one female with the staff just kind of peering over everything. Howard, you see there is a glow now above the lake, above this little uh, pool of water that you are kind of treading water and peeking up and looking out of. Uh, side question real quick. Yeah. So they ate the child. And the child consumed the cinnamon stick. Therefore, did the giants consume the cinnamon stick? You don't know how the anatomy of the giants take hold with the children and how the digestion process works. Okay. Who knows? So, what's everyone else doing as the goblins, uh, as, as Finks is easily distracting the head one that's known that's made himself known as Vulb. You now see two more come over the edges and pull bows from their head, pull, pull bow and arrows from their hips and start peering down and looking over this little oasis. What is the, uh, the light coming from? The light is coming from a staff that the uh, female goblin has smashed into the ground. You see it flash into a beam of uh, glowing light that's illuminating your campsite. Is it a flame or a light? More of like a glowing light. Okay. Like just like a ball of magical light just lighting does, up. Does Volb understand how disrespectful that is now? Does he Does he get it? It's nighttime. He doesn't. The moon is all the light we need, Volb. Unfortunately for Volb right now, he's more enamored by your, by your speech and not uh, too much by the light. What does everyone wish to do? I'm I'm still playing barrel. Um, yeah, I'm kind of slinking like a little bit more into the water to kind of conceal myself even more if I can. I'm going to uh, quietly cast another uh, fog cloud, but it's not going to come from me. It's going to come from where the uh, the staff is being stuck. Like if they stuck it in the ground, I want the fog to start emanating from there. Like they did something, and now it's causing all the the fog to start to like roll in. There is a sudden flash of energy as you begin to cast your spell. There's a, as it is canceled out. And you see the female goblin look down at her staff. Fulb, he's got company. You see the goblin on the bot on the ground just kind of what tricks are you trying to pull on me, Finks? I have company he sits up. He stares right at the illusion. All right, Volb, fine. If you're just going to be a regular goblin and not a goblin of the Grim Moon like I thought you would be, I understand that strength is most important. Bring your leader here and I will duel you for command of this group. He goes, Call him in. Larbok! 
and the one giant <laughs> tasty goblin. Yes, you can eat this one. As the large goblin or the large giant comes hulking over to you, standing, towering behind Volb at an easy 25 feet tall, holding a large stone mallet. He goes, kill him. Hey, you can eat whatever followers he has. Hopefully as a human. Can I oh, for initiative try everyone. to? Oh, okay, I was gonna. Well, I'll go. I'll give you a reaction on this as he's saying this. I'm gonna say glory to the moon, and I want to activate that spell on the the bone, and try to f- oh. fear the giant. Okay. Uh, you don't well, know. Wait for it... initiative. We can do that too. No, I'll let the, I'll I'll, I'll let this start at the beginning. How far is Volb away from Howard? Volb would be. 15, Vol would be 15 feet from Howard. Okay. While this is going on, too, he's going to try to talk into Volb's head. Okay. Telepathically. Um, and be like, you've anchored the moon. The moon. <laughs> the moon I'm will bring give, down wrath upon you. Uh, he has disadvantage on his next saving throw or uh, advantage on the next spell attack from Finks or the next attack at him from Finks with cool. the help from the from the inspiration of the moon. I like it. Now I can have everyone please roll me initiative. Eight. Eight. Oh. Five. Twenty. Oh, <laughs> All right. So Rockadoodle with the twenty. There you go. All right. Um where were you at? Uh I'm right I'm right near the giant. Yes, you were right behind him. Real quick, feet of uh, Remus, where were you at with the uh, initiative? Oh, 13. 13. Who had above a 13? Give me a hand besides Rockadoodle. No one. I don't think uh, anyone else. Okay. We got some eights. I think there was a 10. Who had the 10? Howard? No. No, I had five. That was eight. Five. Oh, no, it was Two five. Eight. Seven. That's what it was. I doubled it. Um, <laughs> Who has a higher uh, Finks and how Finks and Azok? Uh, what are your deck scores? Your modifiers. Decks. Sixteen. Plus three. Plus okay. three. Azoth, you're going first because your name starts with an A. Oh, I'm changing my name to A Finks. <laughs> oh, two two A's. <laughs> well, I, a A Finks. I I had a, a I had a really quick question. You what got it, messed up? What's my um? How how uh concealed am I? Around that, uh, around uh, where the goblins can see me versus me being the stealth check. Okay, make a stealth check. We'll say there's there's some oh, stones oh. and you hadn't fully stood up and Mirac- miraculously another twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. That's there ridiculous. we go. There Let's we go. go. That's yeah. Ridiculous. So okay, so we'll say you are stealthily sleeping, laying down hidden by your blanket, kind of wrapped up, holding on to your spell book. So I, so what I am wanting to do is I would like to uh, do a reduced size spell up to the giant and uh, make it look like that is his punishment for, um, for defiling the moon. Okay. Yes. yes. Cool. 
He needs to make a is it wisdom save? What is it reduce size? What is reduce size? Does it tell uh, you? Target size is halved um, in all dimensions and weight. Um, Under and large reduced, Anthony. And large reduced. Thank you. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Sorry about that. Oh, you're good. Um, He's just alphabetical, not working. <laughs> pull up my spell effect. Constitution saving throw. Okay. Oh, he fails. Okay, so you all see Locke Lackbar go. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta I gotta point out how good that was. Thank well you, done, Anthony. Thank you. As he has uh, a human size with a his club drops to the ground and goes. I'll still beat you. Ha, ha, ha. is strong. And um, what is it? Disadvantage on strength on um, attack? Or is it what is his moves? Point of clarification, too. Is that the giant that possibly ate the child that possibly also ingested cinnamon stick? Because if we'll that's see. the case. Let's... Go ahead. Nope, wasn't him. Okay, that's fine. Disadvantage on strength checks, saving throws. Okay, so the weapon uh, in his hand, uh, as the big club drops to the ground, it begins to shrink, and uh, he grabs it off the ground. He goes, big hammer's now a small hammer. Still will hurt you. Um... Anyone else want another react? Anyone else have a reaction lined up with Azoth, Remus? Anything you wish to do right before so we begin? So I'm in the trees. Uh, you are off by these uh, the stones that's, right okay, here that's that you belched right into. Okay. Yes. Uh, and how far away is that giant dude that just got uh, shrunk? Twenty-five feet away. Mm-hmm. Can I? You see that there's another large giant over here, too, and there are goblins spattered around the field. Mm-hmm. One right here, one right there, right there, right there, right here. Right. Uh, I'm just going to try and stay as hidden as I can for now, still, then. I'm okay. Not gonna, I'm not going to make any moves. Okay. Let's start initiative. Top of the round is Lackbor as he runs over and straight up to your uh, your duplicate, swings through it, confused, swings a second time, enraged, starts, ah! It's a trick! And yeah, that works for him. Uh, next up is Volb who starts, what? What do you mean, trick? Runs up and begins to swing at it. Misses. It is now a goblin over here's turn. That will... see. They don't have a good visual on anyone except for Finks, really. So... 
say 20. You can use the full movement to get over to you. Full movement over to you. Great, here's, and you see the female goblin with the staff in the center begins chanting oh, uh, some arcane words, Remus, that you hear, <laughs> as she kind of <laughs> starts coughing up some goblin guttural language as well that you've heard Fink's chant once or twice. Uh, this one is going to see Azoth. Yes. And we'll run up to you and bring down a club. Pull up my goblin over here. As they swing at you with a, this one has a dagger that looks a little rusted and dirty, Azoth. It comes swinging at your throat. That'll be a 22 to hit. Yep. Dagger of tetanus. And it does seven points of damage as it cuts cuts into your shoulder and cuts out. (laughs) You see it sniffs up. You smell like human. But your elf, do you have a human? And at that, you hear, human, where? As the giant behind it lumbers at the same direction and begins swinging down a large club at you to smash Azoth. That Real is quick, a... if, if that's the other giant that consumed it, if it is possible and he, the cinnamon stick does take effect, he is at half strength. Okay. Just throwing that out there. I see this. This is a 19 to hit Azoth. Yep. Okay. And that does... Three, four, 3d8. Would I be able to cast a spell um, while Unless... he's swinging? Is it a reaction to cast? I, I'm i not sure because uh, it's Featherfall. I don't know if that would work on it to make it. Oh, that I would specifically, yeah, would, you're looking to cast a movement like slow. Featherfall is if a creature is falling. Specifically. Yeah, I didn't know if it would work the same way for a club going down. No, not the way the, not the, way the magic works. But okay. Azoth... You take 20 points of bludgeoning damage as a giant club swish, smashes into your into your chest as you're laying kind of like blended on the rocks. You're like, oh! You hear a crunch as your chest kind of starts to cave in. <laughs> Eat good tonight! Hungry again! <laughs> and that is a 16, uh, 26 to hit the second smash. Twelve points of bludgeoning damage as there's a swoosh, smash again with the second slam. As you feel the club has these large spikes around it that push into your body. The you hear the snapping of bone, and as he this large giant leans into you, you smell this putrid, rotting flesh uh, smell 
just come out of his mouth and it is sickening to be around. I don't know. <laughs> I said I don't notice because I'm knocked out, so okay. Fair enough. Uh up next is Rock uh Rockdoodle. What are you doing? Well, I'm underneath the I'm I'm underneath that a little uh, tarp there. Um that giant just swung uh how far is everybody in that little circle right there? Right here? Correct. I mean they're they're roughly 20 feet to over here, but you can get everyone in right here within like a within a 15 to 20 feet. Finks is right here though. So just be careful you're casting something near him. Remus, you're gonna be up on deck. How how far is that other that other giant over there? And that goblin that is uh to the wing of me. Ten feet away? Sorry, fifteen feet away. Twenty feet away. Is it possible to uh, use Thunder Step to grab Mr. Getting Smashed over there uh, and get him out of harm's way? I'm dead. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, you can, you can still at you can still you can still easily grab me, but you can still grab him and cast Thunder Step. You wish to do that? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Okay, stand a step. Stand a step. Stand a step. All right, real quick. What's thunder step do? Um, real quick. Let's go back to. Where was it? Where was that? It's okay. My apologies. You're okay. Just um, I'm just pulling up the character sheet right now for you because you have a bunch of wizard spells. Where was it? I thought it was in here. Did I read the wrong one? I hope I didn't. Uh, don't know offhand. Hold on. I found it. It's in Xanthar's. Xanthar's. That's why. All right. You teleport to an unoccupied space you can see within range immediately after you disappear. A thunderous boom sounds. Each creature within 10 feet of the space that you left must make a constitution save or take 3d10 thunder damage on a failed save. Half as much unsuccessful. Um, I don't believe you have it, though. Oh, no. I'm looking at thunder wave. My apologies. Oh. I mean, you, you can still I cast. Thought was, I thought it was in there. I'm sorry. No, nope. you got it's thunder wave. Different spell. But... So you cast a thunder wave, you cast in a different spell. I'll do, you know what? I'll just do a magic missile. Okay. Maybe. What level what, what uh, level magic missile are you doing and to which one? Uh, we'll do magic missile. You have up to seven charges on the wand. I'll do uh, three. Okay. Roll three d4s. Plus, uh, plus one. Okay. Oh no, it'd be 
each, yeah, 3d4 plus one. And which one are you shooting it at? Uh, I will do it at the the leader. This one? Or the large one still? Um, the, or the, the goblin. That, uh, that guy, that guy, the, 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 the goblin. Okay. Throw, roll some damage at him. Okay. Uh, I got a two on the one, four on the other, and three on the other. And so you said there was plus one each, right? Yes. Uh, no, it's just, so roll the dice. We'll add them up. So two, four, three, six. Yeah. 13 plus 14 damage. Okay. So. Does that, does that make me con, uh, still concealed or not? No. As you uh, raise your hand, there's a <laughs> rifling of beams of light that shoot out from your side pocket where you're gripping the wand as this goblin is knocked off his feet and knocked prone as he sees looking mangled and hurt, pockmarked by these blasting of light and of uh, force, uh, force lights that he looks like he was sucker punched heavily a whole bunch of times, thanks. And he looks like he's, <coughs> as he's trying to cough, you see blood spitting up out of his uh, throat. Uh, do you wish to get up or are you going to try and stay hit, stay laying down? Uh, I'm good. I'm going to get up. You're going to get up, use half your movement. You'd have 15 feet of movement still. Uh, who, who, who allied is near me? Finks is behind the bone. You see a, you see a barrel. And looking into clear water, you see this cloaked-looking figure of Howard. Can I jump in the water? Jump in the water. You splash in the water. All right. That's your turn. Sounds good. Okay. You see the... pushy splash. The uh, goblin over here, Veek. All right. I am... And she launches a firebolt at Finks, and a nine does not hit. As a firebolt comes raging past over your mushroom-capped head, uh, you could smell a little bit of a burning singe from the flame itself. Ah, yeah. She's scattering around, looking around, uh, trying to appear and look over, see what is being smashed into the ground. It is Remus's turn. What are you doing? You have a giant behind you and a goblin behind you that are not paying much attention to the barrel right now. Hmm. Azoth and Finks, you're going to be on deck. Giant. And a small person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to do this. I'm going to pop out of the barrel. Okay. I'm going to sneak attack the goblin. Okay. Sneak attack the goblin. Um, so... 19. Bad hits. All right. I'm doing this uh, with my rapier. Okay. So, that. Put him down. Oh, wow. Uh, 
So that goblin just got hit with. Oh no. 25 damage. Yeah, how you want to finish her off? I just. Would you... I just. <laughs> I am the murderous barrel. I, I literally will pop the lid open, just slice, and then I'm going to, because I know I'm still in the, uh, the giant's range, I'm going to bonus action disengage and okay. sh- go uh, use my movement to go towards like the pond that Howard and uh, Rockadoodle are in. Okay. Uh, maybe, so uh, one more square away from the pond to the, yeah, perfect. Okay. Okay. And um, that's uh that's my turn. Let me see if I can move this in up a little bit closer. I'm sorry, strange goblin. I didn't know, but you were not friendly. Okay. All right, that's your good turn. Um it is now gonna cross her her off. Dang, wow. Um Is one. Let's say it is his turn as he is going to run. I don't know. We had one, two, three. It is this one's turn. As we'll say, she runs up to the body over here and begins just straight up just looking and sifting through your body, Azoth, not even waiting just very greedily looking over and begins to kind of look inside your pockets. And she's just going to straight up use her turn because seeing your body smashed, assuming you're dead. She rolled low too. Uh, Azoth and Finks. Azoth, I need you to roll a uh, death save for me. On you, bud. Don't tell me. Oh, we're doing one of these. Yeah. Spicy. Ugh. Azoth. I already, I already don't like it. <laughs> There's a, you start to cough as I, you rolled a nat 20 on that. So you come back with one hit point. Oh, the best choice. Oh, holy shit. Wow. Okay. Binks, your turn. Okay. So the one Remus just took out was the, the caster, correct? Yes. The light so, is still in the space. Okay, you do the light notice. is still there? Okay. The staff is thinking. just still glowing persistently, stuck into the ground. Okay. Um, so so what did the bone do? Did that, did that actually fear at all? Oh, I didn't roll that. Hold on. He looks to be fearful on his next throw. The bone's presence taking in. Taking okay. in, he looks to be slightly afraid to to go forward of it. Looking at it like, where'd you get this? Um, Finks is gonna on the duplicate cast uh, spiritual guardians and okay. put up the uh, you know the usual fanfare of all the the grim moon goblins. Um, so everything in the radius that starts their turn there is gonna take damage half speed, um, okay. and I'm just gonna have him say. This is not a trick. I am the moon, and I am a vengeful spirit. Run. And I'll end my turn there. Make an intimidation check. 
as Rockadoodle, you see out of the corner of your eye, looking above the water, there are these little toy soldier-sized goblins chanting in this ghostly uh, image that's walking in a circular motion around the false goblin finks that has been speaking and was being swung at. 12 for intimidation. Okay, we'll see where that lands. Up next is... This one right here, seeing uh, Rockadoodle jump into it, dives in after the water and is going to make an attack at you. Or he does disadvantage. that. He's got to roll. He's got to roll his wisdom save. Oh, 14. Uh, 14 is right on. So he is good. I think he's take half damage. Okay, make take the hack damage. So 14 and then half of that, 7. Oh, okay. And then half movement speed. So he gets just in the water then with his movement speed. And he's going to splash in. And as he pulls out a sword, Howard, you see this black smoke rise off of it and they start to seep out this blood and he swings it savagly. He swings with an attack recklessly. Oh, that is a 17 to hit. At He saw the wings. He's going to come after Rockadoodle first. Believe that just hit your AC of a 16. And he does with damage... Two points of slashing damage as you feel this sharp, serrated, black, uh, longer, machete-looking, gnarly sword just hack and cleave into your arm, scraping you. Ah, what are you doing there? It's it's not nice. Attacks against him have advantage on the... uh, Melee attacks on him have advantage on the next turn. Uh, Howard, your turn. You're in the pool of water. You saw this goblin jump in. He's covered in this blue-looking set of armored scales that... Uh, he's swinging this blackened-looking uh, machete, machete-in-length sword that has this mm-hmm. serrated uh, edge to it that's seeping this dark, misty, black-red uh, pool that's seeping off of it as the water is clouding by it. Okay. Um, is going to get out of the water if he can behind that tree? Okay. You're going to take, reac- uh, take a reaction swipe that's as fine. he sees movement. Use advantage a second time, and he's going to hit you with an 18. Okay, that hits. Okay, and that's going to do four points of slashing damage as you feel one of the sword, the plate, the part of the blade slide up into part of your rib cage and cut into your body and rake out. You feel this tearing feel as it pulls out of your out of your uh, side of your body. Mm-hmm. You uh, pull yourself out of the uh, pool of water, you see uh, Azoth sitting up to your left, uh, towered over by a large giant uh, over here, as well as the massive goblins. What are you doing? All right, so he sees the giant, and he knows that's going to be trouble. So he's going to reach out, put his hands up, and start whispering, and cast dissonant whispers, and tendrils of whispers reach towards the giant. And he's going to say to him, 
where to go. Hold on a minute, because I have a whole chart. Um, I look up at the moon, and it looks really beautiful. Then I look at you, and, well, I think I'll just look at the moon again. And he has to make a wisdom saving throw. This wisdom saving throw is a 13. Uh, he had to make a 15, so he fails. All right, so what's uh, going so on? On a fail, he takes 5d6 damage, and then he has to spend his action or turn to run away. 5d6? 5d6. Roll some damage for me. So some damage. Fifteen points of damage. Uh, Psychic damage, I believe. Not bad. Okay. And uh, he has to spend his turn running away. Takes fifteen points. He's done. Okay, he's gonna. Sp- he'll be ready to move on his turn. All right, fair enough. Um, you see the other goblin over here now notices you, Finks. Comes running up over and pulls out a uh, a sword and is gonna swipe it at you. Wisdom save. Please. Oh, thank you. That is a fail. Roll some damage. All right. Uh, nine damage. Okay. It's going to hit you with a 23. Yes. Later, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it is a six damage. All right. I'm out. Really? Okay. I only had three. Okay, Finks, you drop down. Howard, you see this happen to your right. Very obviously, you see that. Uh, okay, cool. That's good. Uh, with that, the spirit guardians fell as well as the duplicate. The top of the round goes to Lackbore. Ah, where is tiny one? He's going to run up here, make a perception check with disadvantage because he's not the best. Look around and see Howard, you standing, is going to run at you and is going to attack you. Uh, Swinging his little hammer now that's more proportionate proportionate to his body, swings it up at you with a stone club club strung in between his two branches. That is going to be a 23 to hit. That hits. It's going to roll damage. That's 3d8. Sorry. Yeah. Three, then I minus a d4. So he does 13 points of bludgeoning damage to you. Okay. As this uh, looks almost like a size of a human to a Goliath in size, as he swings his hammer to you, whack, whack. As he brings a second strike over. And that is a 27 to hit. Um, I'm going to use Entropic Ward on him. So he has okay. to roll at disadvantage. Okay. Then that would be a 17 to hit. No, fuck. It still hits. Okay. Okay. 
and that will be a nine points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. She get beat with the club. Ha ha! I will. You do smell like human. I will eat a lot of human today. I will get bigger and fatter soon enough. And it is now. Bulb's turn just. <coughs> what happened? As he tries to uh, get up, take his look, get the look around, sees you, Remus, runs after you, and comes swinging a uh, mace. And that is a 19 to hit. Yep. Okay. And that, ooh, it's a seven points of bludgeoning damage as you get, or sorry, slashing damage as you, no, it'd be bludgeoning. So you get smashed in the uh, side of the face by a big mace, just whack, as there's a, you feel part of your cheekbone crunch in, you're like, oh. That's the last time you play tricks on us. <laughs> um, it is now this one's turn is going to take another swipe at you, Azoth. That one misses with for an 11. The second one is going to try and make a, an attack at you, Azoth, and that's going to miss for a 12. It's now this one's turn, as this giant begins running off using its full movement to move off camera 40 feet. Well, no, wait, all of it's moving, so... 80 feet. Oh. Okay. Um, Rockadoodle, you're up. I am going to cast Blindness Deafness on other giant, tiny giant. Okay. Um, real quick, how many concentration spells? Let me see if you can do that. Um, enlarge. All right, that is a concentration. You said you want to cast blindness? Yeah. Okay. Let me just make sure that's not a concentration spell or else he's going to grow in size again. And... That is not a concentration spell. It just makes a, con it makes a constitution saving throw. And what's he have to save against? Uh, the the blindness the the blindness. Yes. What is your? Oh, I have that on my hand. Your DC Constitution. He shrugs off the blindness as you see him start to cover his eyes as he uh, shakes it shakes it off and hmm. looks around at who else could be casting the magic. Hmm. Your head's just poking out of the water. We, uh, who was the who who had the one hit point? This one is not looking good. Oh, uh, for for um, us. Oh, for us, Azoth over here. Don't worry about me. I'm good. Don't worry about me. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think the only thing I can do is scurry back. Uh, Technically, you can fly as well. Well, is shit. You, you small, faint wings that don't allow you to fly yeah, long. If I, can, but... if I can get up into the tree. I'll allow it with your flight. <clears throat> yeah. I'll allow you to fly up in the tree. We'll make it work. That might work. You're in the tree. <laughs> You're in the tree. Okay, cool. It is now. You have to run and, fr- and uh, do things another day in the bird seed. All right. The one, uh, the next one's turn is done. Remus, you're up. What's up? Uh, I'm disengaging whatever this leader guy's name is. I'm going to go. Action? Yep, I'm going to flank the one that's it, uh, at Azoth. So I'm just going like 20 feet to my perspective, right? I'm going to flank him, so I'm going to get behind him. I'm going to make a sandwich. I'm going to attack him with my rapier. That's going to be a 17. Yeah, that hits. That hits. Oh, he's going to get beat down. Oh, no. No one touches my friend. That's going to be 22 damage. Yeah, I mean, what, how, what are you trying to do to him? How are you trying to finish him off? I'm cut. I'm splitting him in twain. Left him in twain. <laughs> and, as you're sitting up, just breathing, you see how you see Rebus run up behind you, run up behind the goblin in front of you that shanked you the first time, and just bring down the rapier. Just slice him in half as he splits down the middle. Uh, and then I'm gonna go if I can to the space between the other or next to Azoth and like by the other goblin. Yeah, I'm going to look at him real menacingly and say, you should probably run. Make an intimidation check with advantage as you split his friend in hand. I split you in twain. Uh, 14. Did you you, uh, threaten him? He goes, maybe you should run. Not scared enough to run as he's kind of holding on to his uh, his sword, but you see him starting to shake a little. That like, okay, I can't wait like, to see what that, that, that's the end of my turn. But I'm so excited to see ah. who he tries to attack. <laughs> um, you see the uh, one of the next goblins that is uh, jumped in comes out of the water and looks over at Howard, runs over to him, and diving at him. Uh, from the one, the one giant that has shrunk it down, he comes at her to you with a, at with the rusty looking serrated sword again. Ah! This time hits with an eleven. Uh, misses. Misses. That's his turn. He's like ah! ah, jumps in the water as a reaction. Um, he jumps away from you. So if you want, you do get a reaction attack. Um, yeah, I'll take it. Go for it. Uh, it is 22. That hits. All right. With, where is, hold on. Is you just out of the course? <clears throat> kind of yeah, smack with the him as he, du- uh, as he jumps in. Ooh, I should know this. Hold on a second. I'm going to say quarter staff is probably D6. Uh, it's a D8. Uh, it's seven. 
I was trying to look at the oh. bonus to see exactly what it was. Whack! You, you uh, smack him in the head, and he... <laughs> and uh, he looks hurt, and you see this big uh, swelling bruise start to swell up on his chest, where uh, on his head, where you kind of whacked him. Start to have like a bit of an egg uh, start to show, but there's a sudden smash, uh, splash of water as he dives into it. Okay. All right. Uh, Azoth and Finks. Howard, you're up on deck. I'm going to use my uh, bracelet of the quick change and wild shape into a saber tooth tiger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> and then I'm going to make a uh, claw attack towards the goblin. That's there. Make an attack roll, yeah. Shut okay. <laughs> Jesus. 25 to hit? Yeah. Yeah that, yeah, that hits. Okay. And then it's 2d6 plus 5. Roll damage. 16. Yeah, how do you want to finish that? I'm Boy. just going to swipe and like, like uh, the comical way that you get bologna slices. I'm hoping that's what happens to this goblin, and it's just like <laughs> deli, deli slicer. Slices, there are deli slices of goblin. As you are, uh, as you pull, uh, kind of cartoon style uh, flex your claws and rake them across, you see him do uh, the small goblin just rip into multiple pieces. Not cut fully through, but he is severely shredded, um, laying there, <coughs> gurgling noises. All right. Remus smiles at Sabretooth Azoth, and he just he shrugs and says, "I I told him so." <laughs> I just, just grin back toothily. <laughs> I nod, wag my tail. Thanks. Thanks. What you doing? Wait, do, I get, do I still get oh. moving? Roll. Oh yeah, where are you going? Uh, who, who's left as far as baddies go? Um, goblin in the water. What? Uh, oh wait, you killed him. Um, shrunken giant. Another goblin over here. Goblin in the water, and then the giant that's booking it the opposite way. How All long right. does that last, by the way, Howard? Um, blah, 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 blah. hold on. If you haven't yet, guys, please make sure to go check out and follow both DCT Industries and Itchy Bond Games. Uh, go check them out. Go show your support. Make sure you uh, smash that like and follow button. Um, I use my movement. I get 40 feet of movement. I'm going to go up behind Howard. Okay, you slink between the trees and are up behind Howard. Uh, it just has behind. one action, so but it doesn't have like a duration of like how long he has to run away or whatnot. Just have so. a direction. Um, then it'll be okay. his turn. Bad. Okay. Okay. It is now Let's see. this one's turn. It's going to come over to Finks and is going to bring its, uh, slam its hammer into you. And does a 17 hit? Uh, 17 hits me, yes. Alright. You lose a death saving throw. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh shoot! Wait. Before that happens, before you roll for that, before you lose that death save, you have you get to roll for a death save. You gotta roll for me. Oh, we are. Oh, we are gonna go for this. Oh yeah, that's okay. 
Fair enough. Okay. Uh, you I'm stressed out by this. this. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, gonna so say, I'm getting anxiety so from this. Holy shit. Okay. What happens when the cleric dies, guys? Yeah, he doesn't heal anyway. <laughs> uh, all right. So you see him get slashed by the sword and cut. And it is now Lockbor's t- uh, turn. He's going to turn around and throw a sl- one, the first slam into Finks for one of his first attack. Oh, that first attack does hit with the 25. Um, and you do lose a second daving, uh, saving throw. As he brings down a second uh, sludge of his, another, a second swing of his hammer, it's uh, much more proportionate but it's still as large as you thinks. And as you're waving in and out of consciousness, uh, you see the hammer come down for your head and just miss as he rolls a nap one. Okay. Um, he goes, I, I, I'll kill you. Um, now, Volt's out. Since he's out. Um, it's his turn. He is going to use both of his movement to run back into the encounter, and he's within ten feet of Remus. But that's his turn because he used all of his all of his movement to come back on his following turn for the second giant. It's now Rockadoodle's turn. Remus, you're going to be up on deck. So, uh, so I'm going to get a little serious here. I'm going to go and. Um... Use my magic missiles to the highest power. Four and, charges uh, left. What's that? Four charges left. Yes. So uh, oh. as uh, we were defending the moon, I'm going to go and do this. My little special dance here. In the power of the moon, I shall punish you. And hit that giant that's tiny. All right. Roll damage I, as magic I can see him doing like this. on my side. You can see him doing like the Sailor Moon like <laughs> oh, thing <yeah>. going on. <laughs> as this peacock in this tree is f- flapping its tail and the wings and f- the feathers are showing. <laughs> and you could all swear you see there's a there's almost like the shapes of the, the moon is on his tail feathers in the moonlight, as there's these little golden lights that come f- 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 shoot out from the wand. Roll damage. Uh, 44 plus one. Power Ranger style. Power of the moon. Okay. Two, four, one, one. All right. Nine points of damage. Not bad. You see the, the giant look up at you and the tree goes, Birdman will eat your wings. Right. Movement. Do you wish to fly or are you still staying in the tree? I wish to fly diving into the water if I can make it. You want to dive into the water? Yeah, I'll, then you can easily make it with your, with your movement to get 20 feet over and then let go and just doosh, s- splash into the water. We'll say you are... Bar- you, you're in the uh, water. Very nice. It's Remus, your turn. You have a giant next to you. Uh, so it has a reach away? of 10 feet. It's 10 feet away, yeah. and he has a reach of 10 feet. Okay. I'm going to... swing it. 
I'm going to bonus action disengage and make my way to – well, actually, I'm going to go behind Howard to the tiny giant. Okay. Okay. Make it over there. Uh, I'm going to attack the tiny giant. The tiny giant. Go a bit more of a close-up on this. Uh, right, make an attack roll. Roll your 19? sneak attack. He, he, yeah, that. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. AC is. Uh, it, it hits. Uh, with sneak attack as he is flanked. Yeah. Hit him. 16 damage. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. There's a. You cleave down, you see his sh- he look over his shoulders. I may be small, but I still can fight. I will use your sword as a toothpick as soon as I am big again. If if you get there. That's that's my turn. Okay. Did we lose someone? The map cam. The map cam went out. The map cam went out. What? That's the goblin's light spell wearing off. Hold on. How the hell? Where the hell did the map cam go? This map cam break brought to you by DCT Industries and Digimon Games. Oh. Do you like playing games either with a controller or with some dice? All of your choices are covered between DCT Industries and Ichiban Games. Truth. Find what works best for you today. <laughs> Okay, hold on. We have a map cam that I got to bring back in here. I also like that the custodian from Canon Custodian did the moonwalk <laughs> right before the game started. I thought that was a great little thing. Totally, uh, totally just like doing the back sweep. Yep. <laughs> oh. There's already been a rule 34 uh, Canon Custodian, by the way. It's been made. It's Oh, no. uh, you don't get famous on the internet until that happens, I guess. Rule 34 brought to you by Ichiban Games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, internet. <laughs> I, it's the uh, freaking phone, I think. over My camera overheated on the phone. The action was so intense. That that that's how intense the Fable of Five are. Yeah. <laughs> you better update your firmware. Boys and girls, this is where you're gonna have to use your imagination. Like Bill Cosby and his picture page. You're gonna have to No. Are we going with this? <laughs> no, no, we're not gonna go there, Azoth. We don't use it. Oh, we oh, don't make Cosby oh, jokes. Oh, man. I'm shutting that down right away. Oh, man. Gotta paint a picture page. Just. Oh, that's great. There it is. There's our cam. Oh, man. There we go. Okay. So. Um, you did that, Remus. 
It's not bad. It is now the one in the water's turn is going to take a swipe at you, Rockadoodle, as you jumped in the water where he is. Wait. And he is going to miss you with a 14. Uh, you see this blade come swinging at your face, and it just misses as you spin around in the water. Uh, you see this black mist bleeding from the blade as he pulls it away uh, almost viciously, almost like how a shark attacks all savagely. I did my little, uh, my little Watusi, my little water polo. Uh-huh. It is now Azoth and Finks. All right. Uh, how far away is the uh, tiny giant? Uh, 10 feet from you. 10 feet from me. And how about the... Okay. So I'm going to make a... Uh... I'm going to go forward and try and make a claw attack at it. Okay, you get forward, make a claw attack. Uh, twenty-five to hit. Twenty-five to hit. That hits. Okay, uh, and then two d six. I muted myself. Uh, eight slashing okay. damage. Eight slashing damage. Okay, you start to make a be- make a uh, a little bit of a dent into this tough, thick, leathered skinned armor that you start sort of raking be- between, starting to rip open the seam that Remus has started to cut into. Uh, I mean, you're not hurting him super much, but you're starting to. It's not bad, Finks. Uh, Finks reaches out to his deity maybe one last time. Is Let's there see what a, happens. So, a second saving roll. So question for you. Question for you. So when I wild shape, you know how everything kind of just gets on to me, so I'm assuming like all of my gear is still kind of there. Yes. Is there any way that like could have shook my hip and one of my uh, <laughs> healing solve patches that the, uh, the dude had given me back at the swamp tree like kind of falls on Finks' face and just, you know... Roll a d tw- roll. You know what? Roll a per roll the percentile dice for me. Roll a d hundred. Roll either the per- if you have the hard dice, roll the dice dice, or roll a d one hundred. I was gonna, gonna say I think you might have skipped over Howard because I haven't gone yet. I'm gonna roll d one hundred. Oh, there's no d100. Howard is after I think. So which one? Howard's what? after Finks, but yeah. Wait, I'm gonna roll hard what he needs. Do we do? Do we do a? a, a I one did a reaction, oh. but that was it. You did a reaction. Okay, I'll give you. I'm that gonna give you it. two then. D- double okay. turn. I'll give you a double turn on this one. Charging up. What hard yeah. die am I rolling? <laughs> if you're rolling the hard die, roll a d10 twice, and tell uh, me what you roll for the first one. Is that takes the ten place? A zero. Yeah, okay. Good. Okay. Another zero. And a two. Uh, nope. Okay. All good. All good. Um, Finks, another another death save. You succeed, so you're at two. Okay, two and two. Two wins. You're two wins. Um, This is now this one's turn is going to make a run over to the 
Tiger and make an attack at with with you for 17 to hit. Uh yep. Okay. It's gonna be a seven points of slashing damage. Okie dokie. As it's ah we'll train you into being our pet. Isn't that right, Lockmore? Yes, uh it's now Howard's turn. Okay, so is that goblin still by Finks or no? It's the one over here that's in between Finks and where Azoth is. All right, you all so are kind I'm... of cluttered in. So the, there's a tree still here. I'm just moving it for camera's sake. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to start booking it towards that goblin, and I'm going to cast Vampiric Touch. Okay. I'm going to basically tackle the goblin and, like, push him away from Finks, if I can. Okay. Um, does he make, do you do a attack roll or is it a save? Uh, it's an attack roll. Touch. attack roll. Make an attack roll, Adam. Uh, that is a natural 20. That hits. Yeah. So he Old takes, damage uh, on you. three, six. Jeez. Uh, nine doubled 18 points of necrotic damage. And then I gain half of that as hit points for myself as well, too. As you tackle him. You feel the cloak around you wrap over him as you grab him and hug him. And there is a moment where the cloak attempts to... You see these little pincers on the edges of it start to grip and grapple the goblin. And you see them puncture into him. And as you do, your hands grab his throat. And as you pull the life essence from him, you leave him lying motionless. As you step up, your hands are covered in blood, and they you see the blood seep up your hands and in like into the uh, where your nails meet, and they oh, and you like feel the cuticles, the, nice up up the cuticles as you feel the blood and the necrotic energy fuel you and bring you up seven hit points. Sweet. Um, and then as my dead. second turn, real quick, I'm going to rush over and just throw a healing potion down Finks's throat. Free action, sure. Oh, free action? Okay, cool. Sure, just... Okay, so gotcha. then you're... Uh, what is that? 2d4. You did oh, it, so I didn't eight, have to. <laughs> eight points of... Yeah, eight points of health for you, Finks. <clears throat> Thank you. Thanks, and you then, get up. <clears throat> and then uh, regular action, just Eldritch Blast against the mini giant. Is that... Yeah, so who's left? The mini giant and the big giant? Mini giant, Mini big giant, giant big and then giant. there's a goblin in the water that's swimming still. It's splashing with rock doodle. Yeah. All right, make All attack right. roll. All right, so 23 for the first attack, or first Eldritch Blast, and then okay. 20 for the second. Both hit. Sweet. All right, so that is eight points of damage, first one, and 12 points, second. So 20 total. Not bad. Still looking pretty hardy, guys. Still looking pretty big, yos. I will smash all of you. You are the weakest ones here. I am not the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> you said it, not me. Um. All right. It is. He's dead. Mm. Okay. Lackbar is going to look over at Rebus. Purple Man looks funny. Takes a swing at you with his first club. 
That one misses with a 12. And then goes and throws the second one at Azoth, which misses with a six. He's swinging, swinging. Wait till I get big. She shouts at both of you guys. Do we get uh, reactions or no? No. Just okay. the swings. He didn't he didn't move. If he moved, you would. Um, can I get a reaction for my sentinel feet? Because he yeah, it, technically. I, it, yeah. Because he attacks, yes. but all right. Yes, because what you do is you stop him from moving if he wishes to. Yeah. So I got a 16. That yeah, I'm hits. Sorry. Wait. Yeah. 16? That one just misses as you bring no, your it's breaker. a... Sorry, it's a 19. I, I did my, my damage that, mod instead of my Then that mod. does hit. That does hit. <laughs> All right. Beat him. Spear down the sword into his, into his foot and yank it out, stabbing him. Four. Do, 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 do. 20 damage. Jesus. Okay. Power of friendship. <laughs> the what? Just confused at the shouting of power of friendship and he gets stabbed. Uh, it's now this one's turn. Magic man put spell on me. Because he begins running into the charge and he's just going to swing. One, two, three, four on a D4. As he doesn't realize that there is a uh, someone in the water. Oh, he's going for Remus. That is a 27 a hit. Oh, definitely. Can I, second, can I second um, one. Oh. throw a spell for while he's, uh, he's running in, or is, it, is that not available because of if his, it's, uh, It's got to be a reaction if you're going to blow the spell. Um, I just wanted to double check and see if that reaction was for the, uh, the shrinkage again. I don't think it is, though. Okay. Four attacks are gonna. Um, you wouldn't be able to do another one because you're currently holding it on the first on the oh, first Oh, that's giant. right. That's right. That's right. You can only hold one concentration spell. That's right. But you can right, shoot but... other spells. All yeah. good. All right, Ricky. Uh, both of those are gonna hit you re- with uh, hit Remus. There were two now. He brings two swings. Okay. Twenty-one points with the first swing. I'm just going to say I'm down. Thirteen plus so nineteen points of the second swing. Yeah, I'm down. Second swing comes swinging at Remus. Smash! As you all hear the snap and crack of bones as Remus's body drops down, dangling next to the water that on the river on the waterbed. It is now this one's turn. He's going to raise another sword slash at you mm. uh, with advantage. Ooh. That one misses and misses uh, at you, Rockadoodle. He is mad. He is aggravated. He's going to get out sure. of the water and try to get away from you. Uh, if you have a melee weapon, you can make a... I don't think you have a melee weapon. You could make an unarmed just kind of punch strike to him if you wish. Uh, can, I, can I do the talons? Yeah, do the talons. Yeah, I'll do the talons. Make an attack roll with advantage as he did a reckless strike with you. Uh, was the, that D4 that is? Uh, yes. Yeah, D4. Uh, it's two, and I think it's a plus two because of 
what it is, I think, something like that. As he goes to get up and crawl out of the pool of water, you slice the back of his spine as you see the body stop and go limp and begin to sink into the water. Bubbles are coming and escaping his body as he's trying to move his hands to swim, but his legs, unmoving, drops to the bottom of the pool. Hold him there till the bubbles stop. He's great less filling there. Okay, guys. Uh, Azoth, you're up. Finks. Then you. What are you um, doing? So I'm going to use my movement to get out of range from the big giant, but still stay in attack range for the little giant. Okay. So if I need to move around behind him, and then I'm going to... Uh... <clears throat> Actually, yeah. You know what? I've got an idea here. Hold on. Okay. Uh, let me pull my thing back up. So I get... Okay, so here's what I want to do. Oh, shoot. Hold on. Okay. My bad. He didn't get to attack next. Uh, I skipped t- I skipped a turn because it wasn't Remus's turn. I jumped over. Uh, we'll say he went to go get out. Rockadoodle, it's now it's your turn. Oh, because you would be going after him. Though. All good. Rick, Remus going down threw me off. I'm, As this is a, I'm going this is a to use the power of friendship for one more time. To burst out of the water. <laughs> in, in, in the name of the moon, I'll punish you again. You're a jerk and you don't like my pizza. So, okay. This is what I'm going to do. Do the magic missiles to the big moron who's charging at everybody. You casting it as a spell, or you are you're out of charges? A uh, magic missile spell. Casting it as a spell. Oh, uh, you can cast it up to third level. Will do. Which will be. Let's see, magic missile. Be three D three D four. Two, two. I'm sorry. Um, correction. Six D four. Okay, so it was two, two, three, four, two, and four. Seventeen. Plus one. Eighteen points of damage. At this one standing, or are you go oh, for this? Yeah, the, yeah the one that was standing. So as you punch out, you see all these little bolts of energy as he as he starts to sway and sway, and you see him begin to fall forward and drop over, missing Remus's body and. Dropping right face first into the water. Uh, Rockadoodle, you see this giant's head just come falling at you. You quickly push back as the uh, head slams into the water, motionless. You all now see this up close. There's multiples of slashing cuts on along its back as it is severely hurt from a previous fight. Looking over at the other one now, you all notice that this one is a lot more hurt than it previously was thought to have been as well but that one just to get off the map is face dunked in the water uh can i sit on his head is it movement 
Oh yeah, you go to get up on its head, you push it in, expecting a movement, and there is nothing. And you just plop yourself on, stretching your wings, and your feathers are it's a full fan behind you. Nice. Uh, it is now Azoth's turn. All right, so we've only got the little giant left, right? Just a little giant. All right, so I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to try something here. I'm going to back up to give myself some um, running range. So we'll do half my movement to go back, and then enough to give a charge forward. And he does, swings at you as you back away, missing. Does an eighteen? Does an eighteen hit? As you go running and leap at him, a eighteen does barely just hit. Okay, so can you gliding it in? Can yep. you please um, roll for a DC fourteen strength saving throw? Fails that with disadvantage. Okay. So he's not prone, which means I get to do a claw strike and a bite strike on him. Make attack rolls. All right. So let's see. My claw is 2d6 plus 5. So we'll do 2d6. 8 plus 5. That's 13. And then I get, hold on, 1d10 plus 5. So 15, 18, 23. He's looking rough. As you're tearing into him, ripping open his insides, you see him start to spit and try to swing at you. He's having a hard time as you ripped him open from from his gut. Um, He smells like rotted meat. You all smell this putrid, gut smell and uh, stomach acid waif- uh, just kind of wafing from his body as he's swinging his arms around uh, recklessly. It's looking very hurt, guys. Probably could do for a good healing spell. Go heal him. Thanks, you're up next. I'll heal the giant. Um, <laughs> can I, can I like, uh, so, so if he's prone, can I get by him without triggering attack of opportunity to get to Remus? I'll allow it, yeah. Okay. Um, and then I just want to because Azoth is essentially all over on top of him, tearing into him. Yeah. Like I can use my disengaged action if I need to. Um, you get over to him, heal him. But Remus, you heal for five damage. Remus, you're awake, not dead. Okay. I feel uh, fine. Howard, you're up. Howard's going to walk up to him, the <laughs> mini giant, and like kind of pull up his head by his hair so he's like face right in his face. And he's going to say to him, you should have listened to the moon. And I'm going to use the last of my uh, vampiric touch and attack him with that with a 22. That hits. Okay. <laughs> that hits. Mm-hmm. All that ails. Uh, 14 points of damage. Okay. Yeah, it's necrotic damage. That's it. That's all I got. And as you grab into his face, you, you see your hands dig into his eyes. And as you bowling ball it, you pierce through and you feel a crunch and a snap. And there's a popping noise. 
and then you let go of his head. And as you see the blood seep up into your hand, to your cuticles, you feel healed more. You look at the lifeless body laying down. You guys, one encounter. And I we go, back go to, to the, the leader goblin that I was speaking with previous, his body. Okay. And um, I'm going to heal him. But before I do that, I'm going to take the dragon claw and carve the crescent moon into his forehead and kind of like heal over it to scar it and bring him back up to one if I can. You go over to the scarred body and see that it has been too late, unfortunately. But there is a patched mark that has been scarred and there's almost a contorted face on him as you heal over him. All right, well, I'll just take his head and put it on a plate then. Whatever. Okay. And with that, guys... <laughs> Can I go to his body and write something on it, too, with my calendar? Like yeah. yeah, so what do you oh, want to go... What do you, what do you wish to go right on him? Oops! <laughs> That's it! And with that, guys, we'll end tonight's session with, with the relaxation and hopefully you all being able to finish a long rest. Rockadoodle, you see everyone starting to just kind of take a breather. Marcy, finally seeing that combat has ended, breaks her uh, dead slumber, flaps her wings slightly, <laughs> singling her like a let's go motion. She's sick of this and begins trotting off without you expecting you to follow her. Get back here, you, you dirty woman. You dirty bird. Dirty uh, bird lady. And uh, as you go running off after her, you all see your new friend, Rockadoodle, venture off into the desert. And I, and I drop a few potions accidentally as I run in, uh, in clamor. Potions are dropping. Uh, who knows what will happen, but when we return next week, you all will be a leveled up. Well, we don't. Congratulations, you all. Y'all worked hard for it. But everyone, thank you so much for tuning in, viewing in. It's been a heck of a uh, viewership for tonight. We went through a bit of an encounter, uh, a few technical delays that you all power through with us. I greatly appreciate it. I've been your dungeon master, Anthony Mullen. Thank you so much. Uh, please, if you haven't yet, check out our great sponsor, Jeff at DCT Industries uh, over on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure you hit the follow and like button as more images from Kaimon will be on their way, as well as some reviews from me uh, personally getting to play it. I am uh, looking forward to it. You'll be very excited. I will be very excited to do so and be able to brag to you all about how cool it is and how fun. Uh, if you haven't yet, please make sure to head on over to our Instagram and our Facebook. We now have a link tree to hit up all of our links. So please just head on over to link tree, hit follow and start subscribing and liking between everything. Greatly appreciate it. If you want to help us out, we also have a link to our Teespring from the link tree 
So check that out. You'll be able to support us, pick up some merch. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Rock your Fabala 5 swag. I'm going to give it over to and uh, let our good friend uh, Mark and guest uh, let them know where they can find you at and where they can pick up a copy of Peacock Block or get the download for Canon Custodian. You can get it over at www.ichibangamesofficial.com. That's spelled I-C-H-I-B-A-N-G-A-M-E-S official.com. So please head on over to ichibangamesofficial.com. Check out the games, show the sport. And thank you, Mark, so much for coming on and talking about it, showing us a little bit of gameplay from Candy Custodian, as well as joining the party uh, with Rockadoodle. It has Thank been, you for having uh, me. It was so fun. It was awesome. Dude, D&D is always a great way to end the week, I feel. Um, and one of my favorite times, uh, one of my favorite parts of the sessions is to pass it over to the players. So, Danny, let everyone know where they can follow Howard and check you out. Um, yeah, you can follow Howard on Twitter at PodcastersH. Um, if you want to follow some of my doodles, I like to draw sometimes, you can uh, check out Facebook and Instagram, Ratfink Arts. That's R-A-T-P-H-I-N-C Arts. Um, other than that, go tell a friend. Go subscribe. Go hit the follow button on Twitch. Go tell your friend to go hit the follow button on Twitch. Every follower that we can get helps us grow better. So thank you. Okay. Thanks. Uh, all right. If you guys want to follow Finks on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash podcasters Finks. You can learn how to steal chariot wheels or, you know, whatever else um, that's interesting and relevant to that session. If you want to follow me personally, um, I do some miniature painting on Instagram at Phoenix Forged. You should go check them out, show the support, follow our players. Uh, Maze off. Hey, you're you next. Can- Follow Azoth on Twitter at Podcasters Azoth for the rumblings that goes on in his twisted little head. Uh, or you can follow me on the internets at the Mark 716. Go check and follow him out. Remus? Uh, I'm Remus. Uh, you can follow Remus at Podcasters Remus on Twitter. He'll tweet something probably this week that won't make sense till you watch the episode or you have watched the episode and it'll make sense kind of. Um, you can follow me at Rick underscore coach on Twitter, Instagram, or all that fun stuff. And I have no exciting announcements as of yet, but hopefully soon things are opening up. So I hope all of us will have exciting things in the coming months to come. Mm-hmm. Well, very excited to hear, see how we all move forward. And I look forward to eventually playing an in-game as I shall be fully vaccinated as of tomorrow. Danny, you'll we can have to call in obviously still, but yeah, that's that's cool. We're gonna figure it out. <laughs> but till then, everyone, uh, thank you. Please make sure that you catch us out, catch us next week because we'll go live on our Twitch and Facebook and YouTube as well. And till then, guys, please grab those D20s and keep rolling. I love this dice. It, this is a great dice.